everybody welcome to murder moose i'm rod and with me is jerry what's up buddy what is going on time number this two is, uh, <laughs> yeah time to, i was gonna say this is attempt number two we had a an hour and 45 minute episode recorded <laughs> thursday night and jerry's like as soon as he got done he was gonna go eat and his pc booted on him and uh rebooted on him and uh he lost everything and he's like dude i lost i'm like no <laughs> and uh yeah and so we are here recording again because I, I I still want to talk about uh, Halloween Kills, even though like I think we're like the last ones in the world to do it. But um, it's uh, it doesn't matter, man. We have a good time bullshitting and we just right? like, hang out anyways. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah. It feels like more like a hangout than like a set agenda. So I'm, I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah, me too, dude. It's why we get along and it works out. We are here at Murder Moose, part of the Slashing Cast Podcast Network. Um so I don't forget that because I always forget things. So I was to say, we talked about a lot last time, including uh, our hangout in uh, California. I, I went out with my wife to, to uh, LA last weekend or last week, um, went to a wedding, went to Universal, went to Disneyland. Uh, well, we got to hang out and go uh, do a little bit at Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, we did the uh, we did the Halloween four maze, which took us an hour and a half to get through or even get to. But we had a good time. It was a. Uh, it was a lot of cool shit, man. Mm-hmm. No, I loved it. I, I didn't get to see as much as you did because I had like the regular passes and my brother's like yeah. super impatient. So yeah. like the moment that we went in that Texas chainsaw line and it was like a two hour wait, I immediately knew that I would never get in that Texas chainsaw maze <laughs> with my brother. So I was yeah. like, okay, well, guys, if you don't want to go in here, we don't have to. And immediately like my brother and his wife was like, okay, cool. I was like, fuckers. Yeah. But yeah, that Halloween four maze, dude. Like I knew what to expect because I saw like the YouTube videos and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I wish I didn't. But that didn't affect it whatsoever. I screamed and I jumped like a cat at one point. Yeah. I think I kind of scared or scared or startled the Dr. Loomis actor. <laughs> I I laughed about that so hard because that guy looked really good, except that motherfucker was about a foot and a half too tall to be Loomis. That guy was, and like, he was so thin. Like I was yeah. heavier than the Doctor Loomis character. <laughs> he looked so much like Loomis, but he was lit- the guy had to have been six feet tall. And or, dude, like, you, know. you know what the fucking worst part was? And and you spoke on this last time, and we talked privately about this before. Yeah. It fucking sucks how many people they, they let into the maze because I couldn't yeah. even get my phone out to take a good picture of that Loomis thing. And Halloween four, yeah. I mean Halloween four is like yeah. the shit for me. So that maze. Yeah. I would have been happy if I had only gotten that maze. Yeah. But so I wanted to take as many pictures as possible in between shit and my pants. And yeah. like I've I got the super blurry thing of Loomis where it almost looks like it's a lenticular cover because these yeah. motherfuckers, you know, the the whole room was filled with people. Yeah. It it was so that that was the first thing we my wife and I hit up, like like right because it was that one was right towards the entrance of the park. And so like right after we had been in Universal the rest of the day, so as soon as we like it switched over, we got in and went in, and it was a significantly better experience because you were like, you weren't like crowded like that, right? And mm-hmm. so, it, it you were like, fine, this fucking sucks, but like it's so good, and you understand why because they they're trying to make as much money as possible, and 
those things have to be expensive to run because you have so many people in them, right? Like, no, totally actors and stuff. Yeah. Actors. And just like, I get it. I totally get it. But like, as the night went on, like my wife and I wanted to go on as much as possible. So we were ready to like ditch my brother at some point. But earlier that day, you know this, but earlier that day in the morning, I got up to wake my kids up and I tripped over my stairs because my wife and I, we, our room is in the attic of our house. Yeah. Uh, so I tripped down the stairs over my cat and I fell and I felt this very sharp pain. I looked down and my toenails like this way all, all the way up. So I had to hurry uh, and go to uh, hurry and go to urgent care. They had yeah. to put five or six shots in my toe and basically break the entire toenail off. So, dude, uh, while that doesn't seem like the end of the world – for some – see, I didn't realize that it would be the most painful thing almost that I've ever experienced. Yeah. So walking yeah. through Universal as much as we did was seriously yeah. – uh, it was fucking so painful. Yeah. So Dude, like – oh, yeah. so I mean I, I get it, but I, I wanted to go on everything and we saw the thing at Universal. It's just like, well, for – Starting at 11 p.m., we'll have reduced rates on express passes. And we figured 11 p.m., it closes at 2, you know, we'll pay the extra. So we went over there and asked them, and they were like, yeah, it's going to be 100 each ticket. And I go, at 11? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, all right, well, I guess we're not seeing half of the mazes. Dude, they, they, I can't believe, because we, when we went to that Halloween 4 maze, you sit there and you go, at, we, we got to the very end in the regular line and then you watch them let through the express lane people through and they just keep letting them through letting them through letting them through and you're like what yeah. the fuck like it's it's not even just a short line they just have they go these motherfuckers paid more and my wife and i had one express per thing because our dumbasses or my dumbass didn't realize the tickets were different um and so we had to pay 325 a person so we dropped 600 and like 50 bucks ish uh like to for go. one day we're like yeah we're like okay we're hitting every single fucking maze like this because you can that's how long it took yeah it like, while jerry went and jerry and his, uh, his wife and his brother and his wife went into the transformer ride which was a 20 minute ride my wife and i did two uh, mazes that took had two hour wait times that's how fuck it was, and then we were sitting there waiting for them to come out. That's how well it almost it was. see, dude. That pass, the express passes are so fucking bomb. Like they're cool, and I get it. But I, I find it like so classist. Yeah, you know oh, what yeah. I mean. Like, like there's there's yeah. people who can't afford it in the line, yeah. and and no offense to the people who can. I mean, it's Universal's yeah. fuck up. But there's people yeah. on the line that are like, okay. And then there's yeah. people that just walk right in and go through to where, like, yeah. by the end of it, like, I, I, dude, we were all secretly about to kill you. No, we weren't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, dude. No, no, it's I, nothing to do with you. I know, I know. But the thing was, I wouldn't, you know that. I, I only bought it because it was the only way I was getting in at that point. But, which is bullshit because you go into Universal then today, it looks like they have, you can expend, like, buy the passes off of the regular universe it's all just a fucking scam man it's like all like we're gonna get as much money out of these motherfuckers as possible well that and you guys uh i mean you guys paid for like the express for universal in general you guys played a pretty penny just to go so the the fact that like you called them saying hey uh i didn't realize this is there anything that could be done and they're like no like it's so weird they're like 
have fun. Uh, get your uh, as, and as you put it the other day. I mean, when we were talking about it, Universal hates lube. They just they just shove it in and, and you 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 deal with the consequences. And you're left with a pain baby. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, man, because it, it's. It, there was a lot of stuff that was kind of interesting, but like it just got all of it got drugged down by like how many people were in there. Like the there was a cool Bride of Frankenstein maze. The Walking Dead maze was kind of interesting. There was like a lot of stuff that was interesting, but you're sitting there going, dude, like you can't. You're waiting an hour for one of these things at the minimum, and you just go, I mean, and then you're crammed in there so you don't get scared. I mean, you do get scared, but it's like not as much as it would be if it was just like you and someone walking down a hallway, right? And so, well, that is like bit- the worst part for me, I think, was like we had been waiting an entire year to go to this. And yeah. I haven't I haven't been to Horror Nights in at least five years. I mean, before I even yeah. met my wife, I used to go by myself every year. Yeah. And so I was so excited to fucking show it to her. Cause I mean, dude, I you know, it's such yeah. a good production. Yeah. It was so fucking shitty as far as the lines that uh one second. I thought I had to cough, but it was a burp. <laughs> so weird but it was so shitty with the lines that dude the only mazes that we got to go on were haunting of hill house and halloween four yeah. everything else yeah. we were just like do we want to stand here for two and a half hours no we'll just ride yeah. the rides so we rode harry yeah. potter we rode transformers we rode a lot of that shit but dude yeah. we got two mazes out of that entire thing yeah. you know and then you broke the Harry Potter ride. <laughs> Dude, the last three times we've been on the Harry Potter ride, it is frozen yeah. when we're like put back almost upside yeah. down. Yeah, when you guys were doing your I think you were doing the 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 tour, the like the, the purge tour. Oh place. yeah, we went on that too. Yeah. Uh my wife and I tried to go ride that and like some Harry Potter person came through, oh this shit's broken, basically is what they said, and you're like God damn it. And we had ridden it earlier in the day, but like And we I was in the middle of get- fucking Quidditch, man. Yeah. Like, I don't even know yeah. if I won that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no! Fucking Dilling or Quidditch game. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's weird. It, and it's because the, the the weird thing, too, is, like, the California one doesn't offer any differences in prices compared to, like, the Florida one. Yeah. And the Florida one has double the stuff because it has more room, right? And so What is like, in the Florida one? Like, the, the Florida one, like, for Harry Potter, they have, like, uh... They have the uh, the Hogwarts Express, and there's a uh, there's a ride where you uh, you rob the bank. The so there's like four hot wow. Harry Potter rides, yeah, and more stuff there. So it's like in and like the the uh, one of like the, there's another restaurant there that that the California one doesn't have and stuff like that. So it's you guys yeah, had the uh, the really good breakfast at the Three Broomsticks, right? No, they didn't have it. They, so we went in. It was this is on a Friday. And they're like, oh, no breakfast till the weekends. So we went in there and ate. We ate lunch there, but they weren't serving breakfast till the weekends. And it, yeah, and it was on a Friday we were in there, and they wouldn't. They were dude. Like, just we've went up. so many times during the week and had that breakfast. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So they, uh, for some reason, they fucking messed with that too. You just start going. Eh. But yeah, it was. It was a good. I mean, it's a. It was just so much money. I mean, it's like it's like overwhelming how much money it is. But like, my wife and I hadn't done anything like that in a long time, so it was worth it. And that was like the first time we got to go on a vacation with just us, so it was nice. But man, it. I my my growing up middle lower middle class and 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 Catholic, I was like, 
having panic attacks over spending as much money as I did. But it's like, I'm that kind of person out of out of my wife on it. I'm the person that yeah. even even if we have a lot of extra money at the time, yeah. like I'm fine with buying her stuff. In fact, I yeah. love yeah. that shit. Love yep. it. Like if if I could buy my wife or my kids something, but I fucking hate it when people buy me stuff. Yeah. Not not like in a noble way. For some reason, yeah. I don't know what it triggers or what, but I've gotten in like arguments with my wife over her doing the nicest fucking things ever yeah. to me. Oh, dude, yeah. Yo, dude, it's self-worth. I'm pretty sure because I do the same shit. So mm-hmm. my wife is like, my wife had had like, uh, like had a uh, credit, she, she, school fucked with her. She finished up her graduate degree last year, but uh, she fit, when she finished it up, like, so she got, she ended up like going to CU Denver and, mm-hmm. but like she couldn't go for another semester. Like, and she had been going to community college. So she got an extra uh, associate's degree because she was at the community college for an extra semester anyways. And they didn't tell her when they did that. She was like for, for like federal loans, you could only get two degrees on federal loans, but no one told her that. So with like with her, Jesus. when she got an extra associate's degree, they were like, she went transferred over to the other the CU Denver, and like, oh, okay, you can't get federal loans anymore. So she ended up having to put shit on credit cards, like these weird credit cards. Yeah. For so like, so this week she ends up, she ends up uh like taking out a personal loan to like consolidate that, so like the interest rate goes down a little bit, and she's paying off like the major credit card I've been using for a long time, and I'm like, instead of being like immediately thankful for it, I'm like, well, I, this is, I just asked her twenty questions because I'm like. <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm like and then i'm like i'm grateful but it's like why for me huh <laughs> you know it's like i don't know man it's a, i think there's a self-worth thing that i'm fighting all the time no dude i'm the I, same way really quickly yeah. and this is this is actually really funny yeah really funny and it's fucking wacky okay so my dad and i, I if this wasn't going on right this second i want to talk yeah. about this yeah so my dad has like and i'm not laughing because of dementia because that's not funny yeah. but my yeah. dad's slowly losing his fucking mind right dementia yeah. and it's been going on for a while and it's gotten consistently worse yeah <laughs> my dad I, I think he means well but he always like messages like women about like like Oh, you look so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And he sent like women pictures of him in his underwear. My dad was born in 1946, <laughs> by the way. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm surprised shit even works still, let alone yeah. like whatever. Uh, he just started commenting, commenting on a picture of my wife that she posted. And he was like, oh, oh so no. gorgeous, so beautiful. And I don't know if that's dementia and he doesn't know who he's trying to hit <laughs> Oh, but I think I think my dad might be accidentally hitting on my wife right now. <laughs> like, how do you how do you approach something like that, uh, dude? I still remember the night we were, we were talking about recording an episode, and like you're like, I can't tonight. My dad disappeared, and then you like message me later. Yeah, we found him four miles down the road at a donut shop, and I'm like, well, at least he's got like he still knows what the fuck's up, or like even with the dementia, he he knows that he likes pretty ladies and donuts. I mean, it's all that. <laughs> My dad out of nowhere joined Twitter and started following tons of creative people that follow me. And Uh I had to message him saying, dad, erase this app off your fucking phone, please. 
There's yeah. no reason for you to be like following Barbara Crampton and a bunch of other people. Yeah. I don't want yeah. any of those people getting a picture of my dad's underwear in their inbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it. And he wouldn't like, he wouldn't realize that everybody could see it or something like that. And, and <laughs> dude, he got like, scammed. He got scammed earlier this year, five times by the same people pretending that they're women. And they'll tell him that they're women, and they'll send him nudes of women, women that they find off the internet. My dad will send yeah. pictures of his old-ass wiener back. And, <laughs> dude, they got him They got him out of hundreds of dollars and got him caught up in this huge, like, card scam thing that my brother oh, was just no. like, Dad, I love you, but I'm going to kick you the fuck out if you don't stop this <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, no, dude, he, oh. he, realized, he thinks these people – he's like, oh – Though these people would never scam me. This one works for the government. And I go, like, <laughs> duh. Do, do you know, Dad, I hate to tell you, people can act like there's someone else on the internet. I, it's, it's called a, Catfish, it's Dad. A, <laughs> oh, this poor oh, man. man uh, do you imagine, like, what's going to happen when we're that age and, like, there's some new technology and we're like, we're like, <laughs> we're like, no, that's uh, they're fine. It's it's not a cyber cat from Jupiter. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> it's it's yeah, I, I full on will not do that. The first time I forget who I am, <laughs> it's getting a shotgun. Jumping in, of, shotgun. It, 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 <laughs> jumping in front of a fucking semi truck, man. Yeah, fuck that. I'm it's, not. I'm not downplaying the seriousness of dementia. I'm just adding some no, levity to my dad's no, situation. Dude, you ha- dude, you have to like. It's it's. Because man, that fucking shit sucks, and it it sucks seeing someone lose their mind like that in 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 a world where like everything's available at, to you. Like you know, you're like you have any information you you want, but you like you're forget your brain is just like erasing itself, and it's like it sucks because this we have all this shit in this world, we have all this technology, and we still so poorly understand the human mind and like how that, it works and that and i mean i'm not trying to like take up a episode of halloween kills on like existentialism no. but yeah. but like it, it also shows like everyone said jim carrey kind of lost his shit and was off his rocker when he started getting really philosophical that's when yeah. i started liking him a lot more yeah. it's like dude this idea of like identity and we are really not who we think we are like they're just yeah. chemicals telling us this is who I am. This is who I am. And as those chemicals yeah. slowly get burned away by things like dementia, we lose track of like this kind of facade that we put on ourselves. You know, yeah. it, it's it's interesting and it's enthralling, but it's very fucking scary, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's you think about it. Dementia is one of the scariest things. Alzheimer's, dementia, all that shit. Like, it's fucking horrifying, man. Yeah. Like, you Like, that's what like. I, I don't know how much I like the ending of it, but like the taking of Deborah Logan. Uh, yeah. Or th- that, that's what the name is. Yeah. Yeah. That, that movie is fucking horrifying. And it, I think it was scary enough as just a, like an Alzheimer's dementia film. And then they turn it into the, the possession thing at the end. But like, it's, it's such a, like, it's funny. Cause that movie, I feel like so many people have seen gifts in that movie of her eating the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That like have no fucking clue what that movie is because it's not exactly a you know a super well known movie right and same uh, thing happens with uh, that deathgasm meme yeah you know yeah, with, with like that- the black metal character next to like the really pretty girl I've seen so many people yeah. share that and they're and I'm like yeah. oh you like that movie and they're like huh yeah they have no fucking clue I haven't seen deathgasm it's one of those movies I I, I know the gif you're talking about, but like, yeah, it's dude, like, that fucking movie, man, that filmmaker burned his entire career in a span of 24 hours. 
Did he really? Deathgasm was so good. And then he made another movie that I fucking loved called Guns Akimbo. Yeah. And oh, yeah. With, yeah, Dan, I, I like that movie. It's fucking dude, weird as shit. Dude, I interviewed Daniel Radcliffe for that movie. I was so oh, fucking stoked on that. I was like, yeah. yes, yes. I got so fucking, yeah. That's how yeah. Exci- that's my excited. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> I interviewed Daniel Radcliffe about that movie. And it's like, it's fucking Harry Potter, dude. And I had just gotten into the Harry Potter movies around that time because I was really yeah. late to the game. My wife was like lifelong fan. So she got me into them and I fucking yeah. love them. So I was so stoked to talk to him. And I was a huge fan of Swiss Army Men and and, oh, I love and Horns I love and so many yeah. other stuff, that, Woman in Black. So I was a huge fan yeah. just uh, outside. I interviewed him and the next, very next day, the director of Guns Akimbo basically set fire to his career by – like going after what he thought was bullies by being a even bigger bully. And uh, overnight, the release of that movie got fucking canned really quick. And the site I was writing for for the time was like, yeah, we're going to shelve this interview. And I was like, what? So uh, I have I have this interview with Daniel Radcliffe that has never seen the light of day because it's about this movie made by this yeah. dude who people got yeah. pissed at. Yeah. Dude, I, I always love when people like Daniel Radcliffe who are just like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want and I don't give a shit. Swiss Army Man is such a weird movie. And that movie, like, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And I, I think the ending of it kind of, like, not ruined it for me, but, like, it mm-hmm. soured me on the rest of it because it was such a – it felt like such a, like – this positive message about how you live your life and who you are. And then there's, like, the, the like mental illness into, like – domestic abuse kind of thing that happens at the end. You're like, eh, you have like such a kind of a positive message with a weird positive message. And then you like, you kind of throw that in there at the end and you're like, uh, yeah. if it would have stayed happy, not even happy, would have stayed like on that tone. I would probably own that movie and would have watched it a billion times, but then you know where it's going and you're like, uh, well, that, that, really and like, like that. the first, I'd say, three-fourths of that movie it's such a good look on what it is to be human yeah and yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it, it takes something as fucking silly and dumb as farts and boners and shit and yeah. it really gets you thinking about these are part of being alive these are things are part yeah. of being human and it, it talks yeah. on suicide it talks on mental health it talks about uh just believing in yourself believing in others it talks about all these wonderfully profound fucking things And the biggest message is if you don't know Jurassic Park, you don't know shit, you know, (laughs) it talks all these great things. And at the end, no, I I agree with you 150 percent. I've probably I own the movie, but I I don't think I've watched it in three or four years because the indie is just kind of like whatever after such a strong setup. Yeah, it's just like it kind of makes sense, but it just takes it takes it. It just makes the tone so much like grimmer and it's, it's like, like halloween five when you're scared shitless for 70 percent of it and then there's bumbling cops and a man in black breaking michael yep. myers out with an uzi yeah <laughs> yeah i mean dude it's still the same that, that's that fucking uh sh- trash shoot scene with daniel harris is so fucking good compared to the rest of that movie but like Dude, yeah. the the new 4K of Halloween 5 yeah. has the original opening that they cut out and it has all the yeah. gore that was cut out oh, as nice. a deleted as deleted scenes and yeah. you see you see the knife go in 
like Jamie's fucking leg in that laundry chute and that that's oh, why yeah. that's why she limps for the rest of the movie and when she gets out of laundry chute there's a, a huge blood thing she gets stabbed yeah. in that scene but they thought it was too fucked up so they cut it out it's really oh, quick like this knife just goes in this leg like yeah. yeah there was so much like they the MPA just fucked up so many movies in the late 80s especially right like it's they had about all the time yeah dude they had such a fucking like fucking beef with anything yeah. horror yeah dude fucking i i would legitimately say halloween i mean not halloween uh uh friday seven would be my favorite in the franchise if it hadn't been so like i love the concept and the lunacy of it and everything like that like we did an episode last year talking about our five like movies we want to watch on halloween every year or around halloween and halloween or friday seven was one of them because that just is such a cool like it's such a like different and like unique and just said Jason's a ridiculous character, so we're gonna throw in another ridiculous character and Carrie really and just like you'd have these two battle and it's fucking Dude, cool. Dude, that's my son's favorite one right there. Yeah, and like yeah, I there's a lot to love in that one actually. Like yeah. I I don't know why that one gets so much hate. Like it's so far removed from the first few. That's fine. Yeah. I don't mind when like franchises take big swings. I really yeah. don't. It's yeah. it's if they take big swings that don't feel natural that I don't like. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not trying to piss off Adam Marcus for the millionth time by talking shit about his movie, but that's why I can't get on board with Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah. It's like yeah. everything we love about this movie. I hate when people explain everything and if you're gonna explain yeah. everything make it good don't make it organic don't make it bullshit like i'm sorry yeah. this kid that drowned because no one is paying attention to him he's motivated by a fucking worm are you yeah, fucking a, kidding me like a worm from hell dude they they did so much in that movie that it's just like it it's like the the bringing the necronomicon in because they owned that it because it was new the, line the and, fucking crate from creep show yeah like uh, it's a fucking shit movie, and I try so yeah. hard. And I, I say this on Twitter all the time. Art is subjective. Every movie is someone's favorite movie. I'm not trying to talk shit. Jason Goes to Hell is one of the few exceptions to fuck that movie straight up. Yeah, it's it's not it, – dude, it's not it, – it's – even Jason's design where he, his head looks like a testicle is just like – it is it's so weird. And like it, it just shows you how little – again, it shows you how little – what do you call him new about uh, – uh, Sean uh, Sean Cunningham fucking hated that those, that series. Yeah, it's like yeah. like I'm not trying to get every fucking fanboy at me because I used to be one up until I was almost thirty, where the fans yeah. ruined it, and I just do not want to pay, pay attention. But it's like Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars used to be as big of a deal to me as Halloween. Like I collected, yeah. I had a whole room full of that shit until I was yeah. almost thirty. And yeah. to be honest, the fans fucking ruined it. I haven't seen the last two movies because I have no desire to. But yeah. it's like it's like George Lucas. George Lucas was the worst thing that happened to the series at, at a certain yeah. point, and he created yeah. it. Like yeah. he, you could tell that he wanted to be a documentarian. He wanted to make these very really like avant-garde cinema verite movies. He made one yeah. sci-fi movie, and suddenly that was his career. You yeah. could tell that he fucking hates the movies by the prequels. You could tell he well, yeah. fucking hates them. You could tell that the man really we liked weird old cinema because he, he was making Seven Samurais, right? Like he made Seven Samurais and turned it into – he's like, oh, I'm going to rip this off, but I'm going to make it a, a like a epic – that's why it wasn't – it wasn't Star Wars – a new hope episode four it was star wars yep and it was all it was and he wasn't planning on doing everything he did but like the, made enough fucking money and you go 
Oh yeah, and, and so it's what's we're talking about Halloween Kills here in a second, but like that that's why when the, whenever Halloween Kills makes as much money as it does, the end the. The ending of fucking ends is gonna be they they already they already said it next year is gonna be some ending where they can keep making Halloween movies whether it's I I don't I mean we don't know I, they're gonna go I think the ends is gonna be the end of this contained well I think yeah, this I, contained this series yeah I do and people are gonna get pissed I do think they're gonna do a fresh reboot after this again I yeah. think this three movie thing i think they're going to and i hope they do i really hope they do i have an idea for it i'm not saying i have an idea because i plan on writing it because i'll never get that job but i have an idea how to fucking get this franchise maybe away from the fans a little bit and give it a fresh fresh perspective i think michael myers should be dead yeah i think kind of like i think none of the original characters should be in the next one I think yeah. it should be – here's the deal. I think it should be Dr. Loomis's son is so fucking pissed that his dad spent his entire life chasing Michael Myers that a serial killer is on the loose, and that becomes his way to vindicate his father not being there for him. So yeah. many Loomis should go after this new motherfucker who will be yeah. the next fucking killer. We don't need Michael over and over, and I say that as someone who lives and breathes his franchise because here's yeah. the deal. No one's going to be satisfied. No one is going to be satisfied no matter what yeah. the fuck – it. Like, it's bullshit. At this point, wipe the slate clean. We don't need yeah. Michael Myers anymore. And please don't crucify me, everyone. But, like, <laughs> you know, Halloween's the best film ever made. And if you don't believe me, yeah. fuck you. But <laughs> I'm feeling that way this morning. Yeah. That, you know, Halloween 4 is my is one of my favorite fucking movies. I will champion the series till I die. But there, there needs to be something fresh. And not yeah. like Halloween 3, like anthology. Yeah. But, dude, we got to have something fresh. And yeah. that fret and um, basically, I'm just saying this just so I could score the next movie. So, <laughs> dude, with that that fucking soundtrack, that little uh, EP you put out is so good. And I'm just like, I, I you, I mean, you deserve the shot. They're never. I mean, it's they're doing some big fucking or John Carpenter or whatever they do. But man, it's. The score to the new one. Oh, my God, man. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying that I want to score the next one to take that away from Carpenter because obviously Carpenter should be chosen over me any day. But yeah. I think after ends, I think he's going to be done with it. I really do. Yeah. Dude, I, we don't know how much longer that man's going to be alive. Like that. Oh, don't say bad. that. <laughs> he, he's getting Crying. old. Every time you see him, you go, man, this man, is, he's looked old for a long time to be. To be honest, he looks like a he looks like the cranky old man yelling at the clouds kind of thing. And, and even though I know he's not, because you actually hear him listen, he just kind of has that. Look my favorite, like my favorite <laughs> little anecdote about John Carpenter from someone completely nothing to do with me is Mike Doherty, the director of Trick or Treat, said yeah. that he wrote and based that old crotchety man character on John Carpenter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Man. What's crazy is that's- everyone says that that dude's so cranky. I've met Carpenter a few times, and that dude could not be nicer. Oh, he yeah. was so he just, fucking sweet. He looks cranky though. He he's, looks he's, cranky. He's cranky because he's tired of being asked the same fucking things. <laughs> That's like yeah. when I did a roundtable interview with him once, and everyone kept asking the same fucking things, and he was so irritated. And I was just like, "So, have you played any cool video games lately?" And he's like, "Well," <laughs> it's like I gave him like five shots of espresso. Dude, that man, and you know what's funny is like, I feel like he, the only thing anyone gives a fuck about with him is Halloween. Like, they don't care. 
about the thing. <sighs> they don't care about the escape from New York. They don't care about the fog. They don't care about anything that motherfucker Dude, did. Straight up, and this is a fucking weird opinion, I know. John Carpenter is one of the only directors that I will honestly say I he has not made a single movie I don't enjoy. The only yeah. movie that he's made that I'm not crazy on is Memoirs of an Invisible Man because it's yeah. fucking – it's just not my cup of tea. But, dude, yeah. this dude not only created, in my opinion, the best movie of all time, he created yeah. some of the best movies of all time. The yeah. Thing is fucking perfect. Yeah. And, dude, my, my second favorite Carpenter movie is Prince of Darkness, yeah. which, like, dude, that movie would not be made the, this today, not because of anything offensive, because – this dude's making a horror movie about quantum physics and existentialism yeah. and like metaphysical well, shit. And it's like, nobody would make he, that. He could do it, but it would be. Like, it would be an A24 movie. Things, yeah. I mean, think of like, what is it? Uh, Primer. Like, it mm. would be really small, like that kind of shit. And yeah. It, it, not that that movie was very big, but like, you think of like the low budget sci fi kind of it, shit or, or like. That's so another. Well, the, like the the fucking irritating thing, and I don't know why I'm so like moody <laughs> right now. The fucking irritating thing today, <laughs> right? The fucking irritating thing is okay. So Jason Blum fucking talks Carpenter into coming back to the Halloween series, right? Like, dude, they're yeah. gonna we're gonna make these with or without you. We'd rather you be involved because we need you. Comes back yeah. on as a producer. Kind of consults with the story each one. Uh, like David Gordon Green just is is waiting for notes on Halloween ends from John Carpenter. So producer coming back to score all of them. You know goddamn well that Jason Blum would jump at the chance to finance a new Carpenter movie. The dude just yeah. doesn't want to do it. And I, I don't mean irritating yeah. like anything he's doing wrong. It's like, dude, his whole life now is basically playing video games, watching basketball and smoking weed. And to be honest, yeah. isn't that the end game? I would think so. I, mean, I don't. That I don't like a good. Like I'm not a sports sounds, person, so I could do without the basketball. But playing yeah. video games and just like sparking it 24 seven and not having yeah. anyone bug you, doing music, like what the yeah. fuck, man? Like I get why he doesn't he, want to, but I would kill for one more movie. Yeah, he. When what was his last movie? Was it The Lord? The Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah, I with know, uh, Amber Heard. The yeah, Lord, that was see, the one that got like all fucked up by the the studio, wasn't it? Uh, the Warm was kind of like this low budget movie. Uh, it was all right. It was good. Yeah. But the the problem with that one is everyone was like saying, "Well, you know, all Carpenter's doing is going into these horror tropes, tropes that everyone knows." It's like motherfucker, he created some of those. Like, yeah, the he fuck, created a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. And again, we we talked about it in the first like recording of this, but like Halloween was. You go. It wasn't the first slasher because of things like you know Black Christmas and in Texas, but. It, if you want to see what kicked off, look at the timeline, 78, and then you got in 80 is like Friday the 13th, all the stuff. It was because of fucking Halloween. And he made the he made that whole fucking horror genre really pop in, in, in the 80s. Right. And so it's, well, it's like found footage. Like everyone, everyone says Blair Witch, Blair Witch. There were f other found footage movies before Blair Witch. It's just what Blair Witch did, just like what Halloween did. It took what. It took the potential of what came before it 
and just brought it to the masses and like, bam, here we go. Like, dude, I love Black Christmas. I love Peeping Tom. I love Texas Chainsaw so fucking much. I mean, I'm wearing a fucking hat right now. I love those movies and they're classics in their own. But I think what Halloween did was take what came before it and brought it to mainstream audiences in a way that it hadn't been done to like yeah. that before. And, yeah, you know, just the- and Sean Cunningham has n- made no bones about saying straight up that we need to keep the lights on. Halloween was a success. So we said, let's rip off Halloween. He's full on yeah. said that Friday the 13th came off from wanting to rip off Halloween. Yep. He just wanted to kill a bunch of teenagers and he just took he took that formula and he My fucking, fucking dude up up the amount of the of kills and up the amount of gore and just made it into a a thing and and again you go well then he produced about that again I mean it's obvious at this point to everyone who knows but like Friday the thirteenth and that's why that whole fucking lawsuit's so ridiculous because Jason really wasn't in it and all that shit and Sean Cunningham man I I still think I like House better than I like <laughs> the first Friday the thirteenth and, and it just, dude it's it's the so fucking weird. guy what Sean Cunningham yeah. doesn't realize is the gold that he had with yeah. that movie and he yeah. only realized it once the money came in but he hated the fucking fact that that's what like george lucas yeah. sean cunningham yeah. hates that he's known for friday 13th and yeah. dude there was such a good cause and effect with all that shit peeping tom yeah. black christmas texas chainsaw led to halloween halloween led to friday 13th halloween 2 came out and carpenter felt the need to replicate the gore that was popular in friday the 13th yeah so it's yeah, it's like all these all these things yeah it's it's just cause and effect because it's like going off of what i mean and it, it didn't help that john didn't want to make halloween three i mean two he really didn't so it's did you ever see that interview I'm, I'm i don't mean to keep interrupting you uh, no you're good man you're good. did you ever see that interview oh fuck it's there's two of them two of them i'll talk about real quick there's one on the set of the first halloween and this is yeah. carpenter's fucking Second legit movie, third official movie. Dark Star was like yeah. a student film that got turned into a movie. Assault and Precinct yeah. 13, fuck yeah. So anyways, <laughs> so early on in his career, on the set of Halloween, this interviewer's asking him about all these fucking big directors, and he just talks shit nonstop. <laughs> but anyways, oh. there's another interview that Carpenter of Carpenter right after Halloween 2 came out. Yeah. And he talks so much shit on that movie, called it an abomination. Yeah. Like, this dude hates Halloween, too. Because, to be honest, you know, as far as Carpenter's, as far as, you know, he's involved, he kind of wanted them to stop after the first one. There was never a sequel yeah. planned. So yeah. the fact that, like, I, I could I could understand Carpenter kind of being a little annoyed now with, like, dude, how many times can I? Like, I just wrote the main, uh, not the main. Because uh, that kind of downplays everyone else's work, but uh, the one of the pieces in the Halloween issue of Remind Magazine, yeah. I did this one that kind of I basically had to summarize the entire series. So yeah. I wrote this, and it was fucking so long that I had to cut it in half just to make it into the magazine. Yeah. So I wrote that, and there was a new interview with Carpenter in there, and like I remember being so stoked that there was a new interview with Carpenter, but then I found myself saying like, well, what could he say that he hasn't said for four fucking decades? Yeah. I mean, there's good stuff, you know, hell yeah. Like my friend Justin Beam did the interview and he's amazing at it. But, uh, 
dude, I could understand him going like, dude, I'm fucking tired of talking about this, you know? Yeah. Like I, I reached out because anytime I get super high, it's this weird fucking thing that I do <laughs> is I shoot my shot epically when I'm high. Yeah. Like I full on will email a publicist and be like, hey, what's up with this? Like there was one time I got super high and I just started talking about alpacas with Jeffrey Dean Morgan online for like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, too, because it's like it's that thing where, man, you get that inhibition up a little bit and out a little bit. And then just because this shit's never going to like you shoot your shot, man. Like that's why like you, you sit there and you do this shit and you you go reach out to people and like you and I have been talking about uh, you reached out to someone that I thought would be cool to interview, which no response because of that person's busy as fuck. But it's like, why not? You just fucking ask. That doesn't matter. Right. Well, like, like dude, on my, on my old podcast that I was doing, like I was, I tried to handle as much as like the guests as possible. Yeah. And like, I would always throw these names and like, I've always, I'd always be bent with like, wait, what? And it's just like, dude, the worst that's going to happen is people are going to fucking say no, you know, like, but anyways, I got super fucking high and I emailed John Carpenter's publicist like a few days ago (laughs) and I go, hey, uh, and the email, their response makes sense based on reading my email back. I was like, hey, so uh, any chance John and Cody Carpenter, Daniel Davies are freaks? I'd really like to talk to them about the Halloween kill score. <laughs> and I got a I got an email back saying, "Yeah, John's not doing much uh, press right now. He just he doesn't really want to. We're gonna have to politely decline." And I was like, "Okay," but it's like, dude, he probably doesn't want to fucking be asked the same shit, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, it's when you. I don't know how many times you've been asked the same question, but it must get real old. And this motherfucker has been getting asked the same questions for nearly 45 years, right? Nearly yeah. 45 years. We're, we're, we're what? Two years out from the 45th anniversary of Halloween at this point. Yeah. And he's been being asked the same questions over and over. And that's, dude, that's going to be what, what's going to, what do you think about it? Like we're here now in 45, like 43 years there is uh is uh halloween ends right so then mm-hmm. it's gonna be like how long the 45 years thing is gonna be really you know get those questions up and so you know like you know it's crazy and this leads into halloween kills i had someone ask me a while back what the fuck it is about these movies that i love it's the same with jason yeah. and see i used to be a huge nightmare on elm street fan but i i don't enjoy that series that much anymore i'm not talking shit yeah. it's just for some reason i think the yeah. older here's the deal and this is going to get like super dark really quickly. Uh, I was molested a lot as a kid. Yeah. Uh, my children went through similar stuff at their other house. Uh, yeah. So I think after that, it made me kind of reevaluate the That's idea. Scary. Not just this was scary. <laughs> the idea that a, chil- a child murderer and pedophile turned into yeah. a pop culture comedian. Yeah. So like I just – I can't watch many of them without being yeah. – why the fuck is this guy joking so much? You know, yeah. but I'm not dissing anyone that likes those. I mean, they're yeah. classics for good reason. So someone yeah. asked me, why do you like these movies? And it's just like uh, Nat Brimmer, a friend of mine who just released the fucking Bible on the Puppet Master series. I would recommend yeah. this book. Oh, my God. It's so good. My friend Nat Brimmer was on either a podcast that I was doing or a commentary because that dude's done so much on different shows I've been on. Uh, yeah. And he mentioned how in a lot of ways – these are our generation's universal monsters. Yeah. And dude, that's exactly what it is. 
Yeah. You know, you can have 13 – I'm not saying there's 13, but um, you can have 13 Draculas, Wolfman, Frankenstein movies, and people kept coming back for more because even yeah. as absurd as they got, these are characters they love. That's why yeah. – dude, I fucking hate Halloween 6, H2O, and Resurrection. Hate those movies. Yeah. I will watch them every fucking time they're on TV though because it's familiarity. Yeah. This is a series yeah. that I love. And it's the thing with Halloween Kills. People – even people that the, – the majority of it has been people who don't like it coming at people who do. But there's been yeah. just as much of people who do like it kind of going completely going yeah. after people who don't. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, we can't do that, especially as horror fans because I'm not yeah. speaking for every horror fan. But I got bullied relentlessly for being a yeah. fucking nerd in, according yeah. to them and not wanting to – break dance on cardboard and listen to crisscross and all the fucking stupid shit the kids in my class were doing. I just yeah. want, you know, kids would go out and vandalize shit and have fun and do cool shit. I'd, I'd rent five movies for five days for five bucks at my local video store. I got yeah. beat up for loving these movies yeah. all the time. Like, dude, yeah. these were my saving grace. And yeah. you know, like we, I, I, especially on Twitter and social media, what fucking happens, unfortunately is a lot of us become exactly what we needed shelter from. Yeah. And that fucking Bullies. irritates me. That yeah. fucking irritates me. Like, we come at people. No, you don't. Someone mentions that they haven't seen this movie. And people come from them. Like, well, how the fuck could you have not seen this movie? It's like, motherfucker, yeah. I didn't watch Texas Chainsaw until I was 27 because I was scared. Yeah. You yeah. know? Like, it gatekeeping has infiltrated oh, yeah. whore fandom. More than the motherfuckers that led us into horror. Yeah. We've become our worst versions online, and it's fucking sickening. So I don't know if you know about this. This is like over – it was over the summer. There was a, f a podcast called Nightmare on Film Street. Yep. And <laughs> do you know about that whole okay. shit show that happened? Before that, really quick. I wrote for them for a week. Yeah. I wrote for them because they told me you needed to write this many articles in, in order to be a writer for us. Uh, you need to do all these things. And by the way, exposure and Oh God, dude, straight up. I'm, I'm not saying anything. Hey, yay, Jerry. Cause if anyone knows me personally, they know I'm the lowest self-esteem around. Yeah. I've been doing this professionally for a fucking decade this year. Yeah. I do not want to ever fucking hear exposure again, especially yeah. if you have a Patreon making a bunch of money that you say is going to pay your fucking writers. Fuck that site. Yeah. Oh, yeah, anyways, go ahead. <laughs> so, I mean, we talked about it when it happened on this podcast a little bit, that the bullshit with them going in and going after the fucking other podcasts because they had Nightmare uh, on something, podcast names. And, like, you arrogant pieces of shit. You fucking sit there and go. And those motherfuckers never even fucking truly apologized. They just fucking did a bunch of like, we're mm -hmm. sorry that you took that the wrong way. And it's like, no, you're a fucking bunch of Dude, that is pricks. the classic gaslighting. Not, I'm yeah. sorry that we fucked up, but we're sorry that you're offended. Yeah. And it's, Fuck that. that. It's, that's, and you talk about like that gatekeeping and horror, man. It's like, dude, I, it's, we are always the ones who watch these movies and are like, like, the ones who love stuff that is weird and out there and yeah. not like commonplace. And it's like, why the fuck are you going to go after this stuff? It's like, dude, I grew up in, I, I always loved horror. I didn't become like, I, I watched horror my whole life, but I was never like 
like you know sporting the flag even though like i was like in middle school like loving insane clown posse and because they talked did about you horrors. yeah i loved insane clown no posse no i'm not school. i'm not dissing you it's just i've i've never i've always been fascinated with those dudes not in a negative yeah. way just like I, I I don't get it, and I don't even mean like in a bad thing. I'm just I'm wondering what it is. Is it just like the community? Because I know they have such it's, a strong community. It's a community. It's the the things they they sang about horror shit that I love. They they were like you know they're take the, my favorite song of theirs of all time was probably uh the, the they take the Telltale Heart and turn it into a, a hip hop mm-hmm. song, and uh the community and like just had friends that were into it and it like it was like that thing where we were like we all felt different anyways right. And then so you're like, oh, we're going to do this and just hang out and be like, you know, put on clown makeup and be, you know, like all this Did shit. you do that? It was, Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh. In middle school, it was like sixth and like seventh and eighth grade. Um, that is so, so cool. So I was real into them right around 13 years old. And it's that kind of stuff. It's like you were like different from everyone else and you weren't like, you know. And, and that's the shit. It's like why like a lot of it's like metal and like music that isn't mainstream. And a lot of it's like, you know, all this stuff. And it's just like why i i don't get it i i talk about it all the time where i go why if someone's not hurting you why do you care that's mm-hmm. the, I mean like let people be happy especially nowadays and now times and we're and we're in 2021 now and where everything's bad for everyone like you because the fucking you know and you're sitting there not letting these people just enjoy like so what they haven't seen it so what i haven't watched squid game yet the, the biggest thing on the internet right it's like it's dude i binge that and it's not not so much i binge that i woke up and my wife was watching it and yeah. it was i think like second episode i still know i haven't seen the first episode <laughs> but like i watched that entire show with her fuck yeah. that that is so good dude i think it came out the same day as midnight mass and I think yeah that was what f- fucked with me. i mean that's obviously like the one i i think is yeah. better but i mean we t- we both talked about it already <laughs> it was like but man, I, and I think it's, we talked about this and it's like, I, I just really would love people. And this is in general. Cause like the people we, we already talked about malignant in the last three months, we've had people going, this is the worst thing ever. And it just, it makes me so upset because not because like people don't like it, but it's people proclaiming everything to be the worst. Like literally everything they don't, don't like is the worst. Like People didn't like Malignant. Cool. Blingo is a fucking dope movie as we both talked about it and really enjoyed it. But why do you have to fucking shit on things when people don't, when you don't like them that other people do like? Yeah. And, and Totally, it's dude. That, it's funny because you look at the critics and the, the critics hated Halloween Kills. Like they were like in the third, it's like 33% or something on Rotten Tomatoes. But the fans are like 77%. It was a pretty fucking high score for a fan movie. Dude, like, someone got surprised recently because they were like, well, why should I watch this? The critics don't like it. And I, I commented, it was like a random person. I commented saying, yeah. I am a critic and don't listen to a single fucking one of us. Yeah. Don't. It's, I do yeah. that professionally and I'm full on telling this person, don't listen to any of us. Go watch yeah. it. Make up your own fucking mind. I'm yeah. paid to write my opinions on movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's not biblical. That's yeah. my opinion. That's like <laughs> exactly. why every year, anytime I do a top 10 horror of the year for whatever Cider Magazine asks me to, yeah. I have to force myself not to read the comments. I do every time because yeah. I, I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> but – you're, it's you're it's masculine. always like it's always like why are you a horror fan because you liked 31 uh turn in your horror card because you didn't list this movie it's like motherfucker write your own list fuck off 
You know yeah. what I mean? But like, there's two things about Halloween Kills. One of them I talked to I talked about when we recorded and it, it got deleted. Uh, yeah. One of them really briefly for people saying that this is the worst thing ever. And I say all of this with nothing but love for the Halloween series in my heart. I mean, anyone that knows me personally knows that my life is my wife, my kids, the Halloween series, everything else can get <laughs> fucked straight up. I make no yeah. bones about that. Yeah. So I love this series. I've loved it since I was fucking seven and I was a child of abuse that stumbled on Halloween four and it changed my fucking life dramatically. Yeah. Love it. But if any of those motherfuckers – see, I said those because I'm so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> any of those motherfuckers want to call us the worst movie or even the worst movie in the series, let's, let's take it back a little bit. Yeah. You have a movie about a kid that killed his sister, and this might take about two minutes, so bear with me. You have a kid, oh, a movie, good, a movie about a kid who killed his sister, escaped an asylum or a mental hospital or whatever facility, whatever we want to call it in 2021. Yeah. Escapes it, go home, goes home, gets obsessed with a girl who left a key on his doorstep only because she very faintly resembled his sister. Yeah. Stalks her and her friends, kills most of her friends, gets shot at the end, disappears. Perfect. Then you have, oh no, she's his adopted sister. What the fuck? Then you have robots <laughs> for a third movie. Yeah. Then you have dude that was shot in the fucking eyes in the second one, burned alive, dead. Doesn't have any fucking thing wrong with his bones when he comes out of his coma and can see yeah. again in four. Yep. Then is telepathically connected to his niece in five and has a man in after, black break him out of jail with an Uzi. After after being shot about 832 times. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> we find out that his whole reason for everything wasn't that he was pure evil, like Dr. Loomis said. Rest in peace, Sam Loomis. Uh <laughs> Uh, it's because of a senior citizen cult that worked at the hospital that he that he or the asylum that he was at, and they have him impregnate his niece. Weird. The producers yeah. cut. You have Paul Rudd stopping him by placing magic rocks in a circle. <laughs> Theatrical cut. They inject him with ooze. Looks like fucking Ninja Turtle shit, and beat him. <laughs> then we have. Michael Myers invades Dawson's Creek. LL Cool J wanted to be a romantic fucking steamy novelist. Josh yeah. Hartnett not knowing how to brush his fucking hair. His hairdo is bad. <laughs> and suddenly he doesn't have the black device. You could see his beautiful eyes. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Maybe Loomis was wrong. Then you have resurrection. You kill off Laurie in the first 15 minutes. He goes home where his home is part of a reality show led by Buster Rhymes, who karate kicks him and shocks his balls at some point. <laughs> then you have the next movie, Rob Zombie's movie, where Michael Myers, he's not pure evil. He's just a sad, long-haired Kiss fan that is just from a bad house. And so he kills everyone, uh, kills animals. In the early script, he jerked off on animals and he sodomized Judith with a baseball bat. Uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. You have that. And he's pouty about not going trick-or-treating, so he kills his sister. Gets into a hospital. Turns out to be a fucking WWE wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Next movie. 
<laughs> we're almost there, guys. Next movie, you have Michael Myers after getting shot point blank in the fucking face at the end of the <laughs> first one. He's okay. He cuts Richard Brake's head off, and he's led by the ghost of his mom and a fucking horse. Yep. What the fuck are you guys saying Halloween Kills is the worst? Yeah. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? Halloween Kills is fucking the Manchurian candidate. It's Citizen <laughs> fucking Kane compared to some of these movies. Yeah, that yeah, and dude. my my second point really quick, and I'm so sorry for taking up so much time with no, this rant. you're good, dude. You're good. The second point is this. How many of us aren't fucking pissed at this point? We have yeah. lived, and I'm, I'm not trying to make this political, but we have lived over four years of fucking bullshit. Yep. My oldest called me bawling the day that 45 got elected because they're trans saying, what does this, what the fuck does this mean for my life? Yeah. I've lost family members because they've drank the fucking Kool-Aid. We're all fucking pissed. And you know what? I'm privileged. I'm privileged because I'm, I'm a heterosexual white man. I'm privileged. I, I, I I acknowledge that. And I try to use that to better myself. But motherfuckers after the black lives matter movement and all the fucking bullshit that that communities have to have to do. And I'm not saying this has to do with Halloween kills, but I'm saying how many of us aren't fucking pissed and Halloween kills taps into that fucking perfectly. It's fucking brilliant. Dude. I, I wrote up like two pages of shit in just trying to get feelings out about this and a lot of things and just people's going to the fucking battle ends of shit for everything. And I quote in there, Fucking people who who called every Republican over the last thirty years a Nazi and the 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 devil and Satan and just taking the power out of those words because they just kept getting fucking worse and they kept getting worse and that's how you lead to the, the whatever the shit that's been happening over the last five six years and you sit there and you go this is what happens when you fucking overreact and you call everything for being terrible and worse and nothing's before it fucking takes the power out of the words because when you say stuff like that it means like when you call Halloween kills the worst and then you never go back and watch trolls too to to really see the worst or, or go watch the fanatic with with fucking you know all the shit in that movie <laughs> and you call things that you just don't like the worst you're you just take the power out of those words and those words aren't like it, it's it's like saying I hate you every single day. Dude, right? that's like, funny that you say that because that's exactly what was in my head right now. I have to tell yeah. my kids, don't say that shit. Don't say yeah. you hate this person. Don't say you hate this because that's a fucking strong thing to say. Yeah. Like, it, like words. It should mean something. I've always been fascinated with words. That's why I'm a writer because yeah. if you take if you take spelling, uh, you know, what are the first five letters of that? Spell. And yeah. the spell comes from casting spells. We ha- yeah. it's it's words are magic, and that sounds fucking hippie-ish. I get it. We yeah. choose which letters we combine to make a word. We choose what yeah. words we combine to make a sentence. We have the power to build up people or destroy them. We yeah. like by saying everything under the sun's the worst fucking thing ever. We're influencing people to not give something a chance. Yep. And it goes e- even more serious things like you said, hate or or calling everything Nazis and that kind of stuff. Like, dude, I mean, that takes away from like the pain that Jewish people experience because of the fucking yeah. Nazis. Yeah. And I'm I, I, I try not to get political, but I do think the last four years have been the closest we've ever come yeah. to that fascism and all that stuff. And yeah, it's hatred and all the stuff that it was, it became apparent that it was okay and acceptable to spew 
that like should never be okay to spew because it just it it was the it was the route of we're gonna tear down the world instead of building up the world. And, well, and I think that that speaks a lot on Halloween Kills. Even to, yeah. I, I don't think David Gordon Green and Danny McBride and I, I think it was Jeff Toombs. I can't remember that's the third writer of this one. Uh, I, I'm not saying they did it intentionally, but I I also don't think it's any. Uh, I don't think it's subtle how Halloween Kills is a direct response to the collective rage that so many of us have felt over the last few years and for good and for, for worse. I, I, I think it really shines a light on how toxic and fucking violent and hateful our own bloodlusts are. Yeah. Is that like, as you see in the movie, you know what I mean? Like at a certain point, because of what Tommy Doyle and a lot of Haddonfield does in the, it dies tonight and this declaration, yeah. It gets good people killed. It yeah. Good people make mistakes. It also gets a lot of good people killed by Michael Myers because they fucking search it out. Lori does not, not ca- search out Michael Myers in this movie. She didn't yeah. into – or she does. Michael doesn't search out Lori in this movie. He doesn't search yeah. her out in 2018 because like the original, he didn't give a fuck about her other than the fact that she was at the wrong place at the wrong time. He doesn't yeah. – he's evil. And yeah. that's, that's – that's, it's kind of like <sighs> – I don't want to constantly turn this into a political thing or like compare Halloween kills to black lives matter because it's not the same thing. I think black lives matter is something very important, very fucking important. And as much as I have Halloween kills, it's not important in the whole scheme of life. But that said, that said the rage of (sighs) Haddonfield to me in Halloween kills they're like every motherfucker that gets free reign to open carry, so they bring in an Uzi to buy a fucking donut. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It's those motherfuckers. Yeah. They're they're yep. the Earls and all those motherfuckers in Halloween Four that killed Ted Hollister because the bushes shook. Yep. Yep. They they fucking kill that motherfucker and they're like, oh well, and they're like they justify it's it's they justify their means just like. Only about like the main characters of this one gave a fuck after the the character who get who I'm not gonna spoil it. Someone someone dies because of these the, these mob actions, and guess what? They're like only the main characters seem to even realize what the fuck ha- just happened. Everyone else is just like, and oh, some of whatever. them realize it too late. Like yeah. Tommy, and this is not a spoiler, but it takes Tommy a while to go. Whoa, that's not him. And it's like yeah. I laugh every time I see that because it's like motherfucker. So many people told you that's not Michael Myers, yeah. and he's and he punches a fucking security guard. I think at some point to yeah. get to the dude, or a, I, yeah, he a goes, cop or something. He goes, he goes well, he, he's always got his mask on. This motherfucker's about three foot two, you idiot. Like compared the to the guy Michael they're Myers going after, being, looks like the fucking yeah. penguin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's man, it's it's that fucking. It's that witch hunt thing, man. Mm-hmm. Witch hunts are very fucking. I mean, they're a common thing in fucking with mankind, right? You go back to Salem and whatever happened with it. You can kind of compare this a lot to the Salem witch trials and Salem witch Dude, because a hundred percent, right? And even like stuff within the last twenty years. I yeah. remember after nine eleven, the corner store that was around the corner from the apartment I lived in, the owners yeah. were terrified. Yep. Because they were they were Middle Eastern, so suddenly they yep. were terrorists to people's eyes. Or even recently, after fucking COVID, dude, my kid's fucking teacher taught my daughter a week or two ago that all of COVID has to do because of Chinese people. My kid's fucking teacher. 
Dude, I would lose my goddamn. It was that bloodlust and that yeah. this is happening. We need to target yeah. these people that, yeah. that blinds hadn't filled in Halloween Kills. And that's why yeah. the movie's so special to me, to be honest, because it speaks so fucking perfectly on yeah. what makes us so fucked up as people in ways yeah. that the series didn't get a chance to before. And yeah. I read I read one person who doesn't like the Halloween series that much. Called movies like Halloween and Halloween Kills uh, trauma exploitation. I fucking oh, it took everything not to unload on this person. Yeah, these Dude, movies trauma's... aren't exploiting trauma. These movies are shining a light on it in a way that a lot of these movies aren't given the opportunity to. Trauma exploitation is shit like that fucking COVID movie that got made last year by what do you call him? Where uh, it was. <sighs> COVID-21 uh, and, and, and that shit and all the bullshit that came on. That was trauma exploitation. That was the shit like, dude, even I'm sorry. Like, I know that they there were good means involved, too, but they started making 9-11 movies way closer to 9-11 than they should have. Like, I, I think that was stuff that needed time to breathe and time. I still feel weird about watching those movies. Yeah, I never watched one of them because I was like, this is. I want to experience it live, but two, it's like you sitting there going, this is way, it just feels, it feels dirty. It feels, when you take that fucking movie they made about Sharon Tate with, uh, what do you call her? That was trauma exploitation. Fucking, with Lindsay uh, Lohan. What, was it Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan uh, was in that. Wasn't that it? That one, or it was Hillary Duff, wasn't it? Oh, Hillary Duff. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Written by the writer of Halloween 6. Oh, was it? Jesus Christ. That's trauma exploitation. When you're taking real fucking things, you're taking real events, real people getting murdered. When you make fucking Ted Bundy seem like a fucking good guy, yep. that is trauma exploitation. Yep. That is fucking taking off of characters that are who killed real fucking people, including like a 12-year-old girl that he raped and fucking killed. But it that's trauma exploitation. There's a No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, dude. No, you were going. Good, man. There is a small subset of horror Twitter that they love to come out movies like A24 movies or they love to come out movies that deal with these very important topics in horror. They like to scoff at these movies because they feel like it's it's just preying on people's mental health. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've lived with suicidal ideation since I was seven years old. It takes a really good day for me not to wake up wanting to die. And it's a chemical thing. Yeah. I just don't yeah. I don't enjoy being alive. Yeah. Uh I've gotten more out of these movies than any therapy I've ever had. And yeah. so those people can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Dude, it's I I again you're sitting there and just fucking going off about your ideologies and how your ideologies are the only things that matter. And like, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like music obsession, man. Like if I don't like, like say I hated the Backstreet Boys, I don't hate the Backstreet Boys, but I'm just using the Backstreet Boys as a fucking, because everything that I've seen about Backstreet Boys lately yeah. and going, Oh, if you're, you're, you're evil. If you like the Backstreet Boys, because they suck or something like that, they, they make really terrible music. But why are you doing that? And you're going to go, like just offend or hurt the people who do enjoy the Backstreet Boys for no fucking reason other to make yourself feel important about your shitty takes on things. Right? There are very few things that I'm like adamantly against. Like I, I am such a big fucking believer in art is subjective. Like I don't care what someone likes. I, I don't like you like something that I hate. Okay. That's fucking cool. My, my old co-host of my old show 
was a big fan of Jason Goes to Hell. Like, he was wrong, but, uh, <laughs> no, but like, but you didn't make it. Yeah. You didn't make him feel the, bad about like, no, it. <laughs> not at all. And there are very few yeah. things that I will just adamantly say, Oh, you like that? Fuck that. And yeah. uh, to be honest, all of them were made by Victor Salva. Yeah. Other than yeah. that free game, like what you like, yeah. fucking yeah. listen to what you listen to. Like, dude, my musical tastes are so all over the board that like, who am I to judge someone? Like I'll listen to fucking like. I'm such a huge Taylor Swift fan. I'll listen she's to so ta- she's fucking great. I'll listen to her. Yeah. I'll listen to Robin. Then I'll listen to fucking like Winds of Plague. And every time I die is my favorite band of all time. But then I'll also listen to the Jim and the Hologram soundtrack. Who gives a fuck, dude? Yeah, dude. I think that's one of those things that as I've gotten older that I've just stopped giving fucks about what anyone thinks about me and my how I am. And I'm do I go on the internet and put pigtails in my hair because my community thinks it's funny? Yeah. And do g- act like a goofball because it's fuck. I don't care anymore. I don't care what you think of me. I don't care whatever. I'm not hurting people and I'm not making people feel bad and I'm not doing anything like that. And that's all that should really matter in my opinion. And like the people going off about the outrage of this movie are just like I just think it's it's that fucking. It's that part of our society, and not just our society, this is a world thing, where if you aren't, like, screaming the loudest about how your opinion's the most important opinion around, then you're not doing something. You're not getting internet clout. You're not getting retweets and interactions and all this shit. And I I think it's just a – it's that – we have that class clown mentality, but the class clan, clown mentality has switched from just being like, you know, kind of disruptive in a class of, you know, 30 kids to being a disruptive over a, a social media, a media, uh, you know, outlets that are have billions of people on them. You know, that and just to be completely honest, in school, I was the book nerd who was reading a Stephen King novel wanting the class clown to shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I never got off yeah. on that fucking let's let's yeah. fuck everything up. Let's be a dick. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. how about let me do my homework so I could get good grades and you yeah. could go to jail when you turn 18 and fucking yeah. chill. Yeah. Like that and like, dude, oh god. We're <laughs> an hour in barely touching the movie. <laughs> I mean, it's dude, we're, it has dude, to do with it. This, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like what Halloween set up so perfectly was this idea of if you don't confront the shit that you went through, you're going to live your entire fucking life with it on your shoulder. Yeah. And that was fucking brilliant to me because to yeah. be honest, I know a lot of people like Halloween H2O or H20 yeah. or whatever the fuck. And I'm, I'm not dissing them for liking them. That's just cool. You know, like they got what I didn't get out of that. That's fucking cool. I'll power to them. But me, that was not the Laurie Strode that made a seven or eight year old Jerry find his voice that was a laurie strode that to be honest was kind of a fucking asshole she's kind of a dick in that movie yeah the laurie strode in 2018's film was someone broken obsessed with the fucking shit that was happening to her it's the woman that would park outside of the 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 transport drink a bunch of mini bottles and cry about that shit because she wants it over with. She wants it over with. She's not hiding from it. She wants to fucking address the shit. Yeah, and she she's only to shoot Michael. Yeah, she goes after him that whole movie. And I fucking yeah. loved that because how many yeah. of us that have went through some hardcore shit don't want to be like we want to be rid of it. 
I don't yeah. want to live with the, all the shit that I've had to live with for 40 fucking years now. Yeah. So that that spoke to me. And Halloween yeah. Kills took that concept and it's like, how does our obsession with our own trauma affect the people we love? And what Halloween yeah. Kills is to me, it's people losing sight of what matters in a yeah. quest to quench this revenge. To be honest, if Lori had just gotten help, these movies wouldn't exist. Yeah. Myers does not give a fuck about her. And that is the yeah. message of Halloween Kills. Yeah. Because of Lori's obsession, other people got in danger. Because yeah. of Allison's obsession over the death of her dad from 2018's film and some other stuff, she gets other people into danger. Yeah. You know, yeah. because of Cameron being pissed about other stuff, he gets people into people he care about into danger. This all of yeah. Halloween Kills is people making catastrophically big mistakes and paying for it. And Lori yeah. has that big monologue at the end that kind of speaks on like how in Halloween Kills, Michael Myers kind of turned them into the monster. Yep. Michael Myers is front and center of this whole movie, which is so fucking cool how much he's in this one compared to 2018. Like he's in this yeah. movie so much and he creates so much fucking catastrophe everywhere he goes. Oh, yeah. But a, yeah. lar- a large part of the blame for this movie comes on everyone's bloodlust and their desire to everyone needs their own shit to get worked with that they're blind yeah. to the fact that they're only making it worse and i am well, that, so uh, yeah yeah go for it yeah i was gonna say there's a thing with this too that i've been thinking about right now as you're talking i feel like there's a thing in this and that kind of gets brought up in this movie because i think it also has an aspect of making trauma about you when it's not like mm-hmm. it's that thing where you you know when you tweet out something and people are like don't aren't related to it but like they try to make it about them also there are a lot of people in this movie who are like oh i gotta make this a- michael's about me too michael's michael you know you directly have the people that were Lori and, and the people who got killed in in halloween but you're sitting there and going you have people that had nothing Everyone in that fucking hospital, just because they're in Havenfield, are making shit about them. And guess what happens because they make it about them? A lot of people fucking die, right? And like, yeah, it's that. And like, Tom, about- Tommy has that whole fucking monologue that he does at the bar. Yeah, and it, it's it's a good scene. But to be honest, like, here's here's I think what people are missing about this movie. They're pinpointing certain things about it and saying it's cheesy and that stuff. Tommy Doyle has always been a fucking loser. Yeah. As a kid, he was the kid that was kind of he's like he was like that kid, and I'm not saying that he was because he was bullied because that's never fucking cool. But Tommy Doyle was that kid. He was kind of like, have you ever seen Fade to Black? No. It's about this movie obsessed guy who gets revenge on everyone, but he's always like, yeah. well, I guess you didn't know about this movie. I guess you didn't know who, uh, Hitler's favorite movie was. I guess you didn't know that. that was Tommy Doyle as a kid. He was that fucking yeah. kid. Now Tommy Doyle yeah. as an adult is like, I was terrorized. And this is my whole life. Yeah. He's like he's like that person that just can't move on. And it's yeah. like it's like Lonnie. Lonnie, dude, I never thought I'd give a fuck about Lonnie. I hated that yeah. character in the original movie. You know, Lonnie, get your ass away from there. Lonnie yeah. in this movie is a man broken by a very passing encounter. You know, there's yeah. a flash there's a flashback scene, and Lonnie 
basically sees Myers. He gets bullied. He trips. He sees Myers walking towards him in 78 and he just cowers and said, I'll never pick on Tommy again. Kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. And then it shows in present day and he's like a dude that's like really kind of broken. And and yeah. like that was cool. Tommy. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm just going to say it. Tommy's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Tommy Doyle Tommy, is responsible for so much of the shit that happens in kills. And oh, it's not I mean, it's not it, a bad performance and it's not bad writing. That's intentional. That character's yeah. supposed to be annoying. That character's supposed to be melodramatic. He's the motherfucker yeah. that all those survivors are at that bar. They don't want a fucking spotlight shined into their fucking eyes. Oh, this is Marion. She survived an attack. This is Lindsay. She was also brutalized. This is Lonnie. He survived a face-to-face encounter. Yeah. And it's like, motherfucker, get off stage. Also, also, that was supposed to be a talent show, you piece of shit. <laughs> Why was yeah, that the, a talent? Your talent is depressing people? <laughs> Like, thanks, Tom. How many? Okay, literally, like, half the people that died in that movie die because of Tommy. Yep. Like, every, like, it's, we're not going to spoil it here until, like, we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Tommy gets a lot of people killed by fucking making this mob mentality. And it's not like the mob in Halloween 4, they shoot one dude, and then they, a couple people get fucked up because of my. A lot less people die in that movie to their little mob, to this fucking gigantic mob that fucking the, gets formed because of Tommy. The only people in Halloween Kills that don't die because of Tommy, the... Firefighters. The firefighters, the elderly couple that, God, they're so adorable. The the drone yeah. one. The drone people. And the couple that live in the Myers house. These yeah, Those are the all. only people... Yeah. That aren't killed because of Tommy, and there are thirty some deaths in this movie. Yeah, it's it's like half because of the fire. The, the fires are a big portion of that, but like, dude, right? It's yeah, it's man, it's it's that it's that thing where it's the uh, I don't know, just trying to trying to get involved in shit you shouldn't get involved with is never. I mean, it backfires often. It backfires hard in this movie. Um, well, it's like the, man, the idea, and they touch on this very briefly towards the end, and Laurie kind of just having her monologue. Uh, which, to be honest, that musical cue, fucking a, yeah. it's called Michael's Legend. That is so fucking good, so yeah. fucking good. Carpenter and Cody Carpenter and Daniel Davies just some of the best fucking music for this movie. There's another yeah. cue uh, called Frank and Laurie, where it's basically uh, Hawkins and Laurie talking in the hospital about their mistakes and there's another good musical point, but Laurie's monologue at the end kind of really made me think about things a lot in the sense that like, can you really, really ever get rid of evil? It's never going away. Yeah. Like evil will never be extinguished. I don't mean in the series. I mean, in real life, they're yeah, always going to yeah. be evil in people's hearts. That doesn't yeah. mean you need to chase it. Yeah. And that that's what this movie is. It's chasing fucking evil and getting killed over it. It's the whole. It's the 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 lines from fucking uh, the Dark Knight, right? You you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, and it's very like a very appropriate thing because like these guys all become they either die heroes, quote unquote heroes, or they all like the people who don't die are like what of the monsters we've become because of what we were doing, you know what like with good intentions or not, you you. People die because of you and because of your that, actions. And mm-hmm. 
That and oh fuck, I wanted to say something, but it's, it's spoiler territory. Do you just want to jump into that shit? Yeah, here let's let's yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's, let's just wrap up with this. Like, so we both love this fucking movie. I I. I also think if you were a little middling on it the first time, watch it again, mm-hmm. like especially on Peacock, go watch it again, because I think that the first time I watched this, a lot of the Tommy stuff is very weird paced. And we talked about that in the first rec- recording. It's it's a little awkward and you don't you kind of don't expect it the first time. Right. The the the, the middle parts of this movie. But it, it the second time when you know what's coming, it doesn't hit you as bad. And you you, you get so much out of this movie. And I think it's. I, I mean, if you don't like it, cool. But man, I think give it a chance because this movie's fucking dope. I really, I mm-hmm. really, really enjoyed it. So, and if you want to say anything else, and then we'll go into spoilers. Oh no, no, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, cool. We're gonna spoil. So, if you haven't seen it, go watch this. Um, because it's fucking dope. It's dope. Okay, cool. Now let's get into it. So this movie starts off immediately after Halloween 2018. Lori has locked uh Michael in her basement and set her house on fire. Man, I can't even imagine how much money she put into this house to do all that booby traps and all the, the gas and all the shit she did. Um, contractor also, work. What, yeah, contractor work. <laughs> also, I had to laugh a little bit because the 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 couple, the the couple that gets killed by him after he gets done with the firefighters, they were talking about Lori lives. You can't see Lori's house. That bitch lived so far back on a fucking property in the middle of nowhere. She was able to shoot guns and shit off of her property. And you see that that drive-in sequence with the podcasters in 2018. She doesn't live anywhere near that you could see her house. They kind of like talked about her house a little bit, those two. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if you saw any of that because you know how you know how she where she lives. But mm-hmm. um Lori got stabbed by Michael at the end of 18, so she's bleeding pretty bad, and they're taking her. Also, when they show her, they fucking show some groovy stuff with her yeah. like, pulling up on her tummy and, and, like, when they're doing the surgery. And I don't know if they needed to, but, like, what movie? Fuck, what movie is it that they, uh, I'm trying to think of. They oh, did that was, with oh, Halloween, too. Yeah, Rob Zombie's two, Halloween, yeah, too. Zombies. Oh, my yeah, God. They're, like, yeah. they're just, like, pulling fixing her, nail. her hands and shit. Yeah, and shit. Yeah, and you know how that is after your mm-hmm. but <laughs> But, uh. That was more brutal, but man, uh, and she's like, let him burn, blah, blah, blah. But man, uh, so they're driving off and then we're going to, we immediately go back to 20, uh, 1978 that right after the first one where the cops are going after Michael after he, he disappeared after Lori shot him, um, or not shot him, stabbed him. And, uh, he's, uh, no, because, um, what do you call him? Loomis. Loomis shot, shot him six him, right? times. Yeah. 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 I'm thinking I have so many things in my head with different timelines yeah, at this yeah. point. Like, and so uh they basically we meet we're we're meeting uh uh young Hawkins. Hawkins is uh obviously uh Will Patton plays Officer Hawkins in twenty eighteen and, and and kills. And Hawkins is basically pretty early on, like this is first like, you know, he's not been a cop for very long. And him and his partner go to Meyer's house. Uh, and Myers basically kidnap or like grabs his partner and Hawkins is, does one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in a movie and shoots his partner in the neck trying to shoot Michael. Um, yeah, he's just like a scared, basically a kid yeah, just joined the yeah. police force. He sees Michael Myers choking his, his partner out who Jim Cummings plays his partner, who is a great writer and director. I don't know if you watched, uh, the Wolf of Snow Hollow. 
I haven't. Uh, I have not seen that one. Yeah, that he was made that on the list. His partner okay. in the movie made that. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah. he was the main character in that movie, right? Mm-hmm. He like he wrote it, wrote it, and started it, and directed it. Yeah, so it's cool to see him in that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. He 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 does that, and he shoots him, and basically he dies, and he's like, "You got him right," and he he dies. I don't know how he was talking with a fucking large caliber round through his throat, but um, and basically this is an interesting turn for Michael because Michael goes down and gets out of the house after that and gets surrounded by all the Hayden field cops and uh, basically surrenders. So, so not in, in this universe, that's how he gets captured. The big, all the cops in had Haddonfield uh, draw on him and he's like, okay, I'll fuck around. With fuck it. Time. And what's cool about yeah. that. What's cool about that is uh, later on in another flashback, uh, we see that Loomis was about to fucking just put a round in Michael Myers' face at the end yep. of that. And yep. Hawkins is the one that stopped him. So yep. in the first movie, in uh, 78, it's been 2018, Hawkins' yep. obsession with wanting to finish what he should have, you know, finish what yep. he should have, that that yep. makes sense. You know, like yep. he, he blames himself for his partner getting killed because, to be honest, it was his fault. Uh, and he an, shot him. Yep. <laughs> another Another cop basically hides the gun so Hawkins gets away with it. He stops yeah. Loomis from shooting Michael. Basically, it's not just Lori that's lived with this lifelong fucking 40 years of regret. It's Hawkins, too. So, yeah. like, that's what I love about this movie. It speaks on, like, not just Lori. It speaks on all of Haddonfield, how they've all had to process what happened in 78. Yeah. They live – I mean, and I still think it was a little – I think they should have stabbed Hawkins somewhere else the doctor stabbed him in the neck and camera finds him see here's the deal with that the neck i get it you know okay uh, not believable but okay like he's not gonna survive for that but okay you know suspension of disbelief the thing that i have a problem with is dr sartain running over him twice in that movie oh yeah they yeah that was they his legs are fucking that motherfucker wouldn't have legs anymore. Like he backed up and then ran over him again. Yeah. But he's pretty medicated in this one. I mean, Lori yeah, straight he, up tells the nurse, Hey, give my friend a double. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, that's the, that's like also yeah, that motherfucker would be in a coma. That motherfucker would not be awake at any point. That motherfucker would have lost so much blood. Especially Cameron the same him. fucking night. Yeah. Cameron finds him in his uh Bonnie outfit, but and saves him. Um uh, but yeah, it's also, we talked about it before. The, the first time we recorded the the fucking makeup they did for Loomis was so fucking good. It was all practical effects, no CG. They just fucking makeup them up and had a guy that, if you see, if you go Google it and look at the pictures, that guy. I mean, he he's got the general old balding white dude look going to him, but they they made him look I almost identical to Loomis, and he sounded so much like Loomis. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then we go back to 2018. Um, and the firefighters have arrived to put the fire out. And this is where, uh, uh, you learn that my, the way Michael survives the fire is he hit, hides behind the gun shutter that, uh, that Lori had in her basement, which was incredibly clever because I wasn't sure how they were going to say he survived. Cause he was in there for a while, man. Yeah. It was smoke inhalation and shit like that. And I, that, that thing was tight. He would have had, he wouldn't have had that much oxygen, but he had enough to, you know, live and like he, then he could probably hear when those that cop uh, one of the firefighters fell down into the basement with him and he f- fucks that dude up with that axe and then we were talking about this before like we're not still sure how he got out of the basement because the cop i mean the firefighter why do you keep saying cop but 
firefighter put his arm down to like try to help his buddy out and Michael grabs him. So I'm not sure how he he, he pulled Michael. I like, I don't know. Maybe he like piled the bodies up. (laughs) Yeah, maybe like he's like, I'm going to step on these two bodies and then like use them as a step platter. Uh, and he uh, he gets out, and then the it probably is the funniest scene in this whole movie is that the the firefighter spraying him with a water, <laughs> like no no dude that's like that's like throwing pebbles at Bruce the shark that yeah that that ain't gonna do anything my friend and Michael just goes ham Michael kills I think Everyone. it's like eleven eleven firefighters he had killed in the scene he just fucks up everyone and it's brutal dude that the saw kill is like it's funny because man you think about it and you go why didn't these people those motherfuckers were all horrified especially after he fucking killed that first firefighter yeah and they're all just scared man like firefighters are like they're real brave individuals but they don't fucking deal with violence violence is not what firefighters do yeah they jump into danger but they're not fucking you know they're not fighting and doing all that stuff. They're helping people. And um, Michael's there and he just takes out all these people. Then we go back to the hospital. They're doing all this stuff. They're saving Lori. Um, Karen's I, all pissed. I, yeah, Karen's pissed because her husband got killed. And like, uh, okay, this is this is one of the only parts of the movie that I just can't stand. And yeah. it's it's so small that I'm, I'm whatever. It's okay. But while... Almost immediately, Karen and Allison find out that Michael lived. Yep. And then it just cuts to Allison going, what? And it's just like, it feels so jarring. Yeah. Like, it's it's so dramatic. The editing is is a little strange there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, this is is all the whole, like, did Allison fuck up a lot? Because she knew, she knew that the fucking uh, doctor had taken uh, Michael to Mm Lauren. And she doesn't say anything. She, she does like right away, actually. Avenge, no, she no, she doesn't say anything for a while because like the whole like they're all like he's coming here, he's coming here, he's coming here, and then she doesn't say anything until like they figured out or whatever or, or yeah, yeah. whatever happened. It takes a while. That's one of the things that like is like it's a small nitpick. It's not a big deal, but like Allison, man, you might you might have not get uh, got. You might not have let Tommy Doyle like fuck up and like get everyone all roiled up if you would have said something. Yeah. Um, I think with Allison and Karen, I think a lot of their bad mistakes in the movie have to deal with the fact that they've – Karen's lost her husband. Her mom might be yeah. dying. We don't know yeah. at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, her daughter's kind of gone. You know, because yeah. Allison goes after – goes with Tommy and Cameron and all of them and Lonnie to go look for yeah. them. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with – and this is another thing that I'm I'm so able to just brush aside any nitpicks is to yeah. be honest, I don't know how I would react the very same yeah. night that, that my spouse got murdered or my dad got yeah. murdered or something like that. Yeah. I'd be all over the place. My brain wouldn't know yeah. – you know what I mean? Like – and I – that's like a lot of the choices that people are saying are bad choices in this movie I feel like are intentional. Yeah. What's, Tom, Tommy being yeah, a you, fucking dummy. I think that's intentional. Yeah. He's always been yeah. a dummy. Yeah. I don't like it's you acting like these people are going to have a, a, a like a clear mind after especially Karen and fucking uh, on Allison. the same night. Yeah, exactly. This. No, no, no. Uh, it just doesn't like. Yeah. So this is like Cameron finds uh 
finds uh, Officer Hawkins and he gets brought in and he puts in the same room as Lori, which is is cute. I don't know if that would have actually happened in real life, but it wasn't like it, it, it does a lot to help like progress those two's characters and their relationship, which you didn't get because those two didn't even like run into each other in the first one in 2018, right? One so, time. Uh, it's it's when it's when uh, Michael goes and kills Vicky and Dave. And the little yeah. kid runs out and Hawkins goes to look yeah. for him and Lori shows up and she punches – she accidentally hits Hawkins with a knife. And she's like, god oh, damn yeah. it, Frank, and that kind of stuff. And y- you could tell that they knew each other. But yeah. in this one, yeah, yeah during that moment in, in that one, they, it's kind of revealed that he helped her out during a really rough time in her life. And he always yeah. had feelings for her, but she was always caught up with Ben Tramer. Fuck yeah. yes. Your, I literally started Tramer crying. <laughs> I started crying that moment. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Dude. All, all, <sighs> how many of your tattoos that like uh, came up in the. <laughs> so, so many. So <laughs> many. Like I, I have. I, I've said it a million times. Uh, so the listeners might know, but I have a graveyard on my right leg of, of meaningless characters in horror films that got killed. I have. Yeah. Uh, Ted Hollister from Halloween 4, Ben Tramer for Halloween 2, Demon, the guy that died on the toilet in Friday 13th 5 after the enchiladas, and I have yep. Shelly from Friday 13th 3. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude, dude that fucking Ben Tramer, man. I oh yeah. my god. I you know, I usually I'm usually like, eh, whatever, fan service whatever. Ben Tramer introducing him into this timeline and he's not dead because two hasn't happened. That is a lifelong obsession of mine. Yeah. I wrote an article that's coming out pretty soon, and it's over 1,500 words about the doomed love story of Laurie Strode and Ben Tramer and what <laughs> could have happened just based oh, on dude. Halloween 1 and a little bit of 2. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking dude. dumb. I, I want I want, I want, want in Halloween Ends a line where, like, Ben got hit by a train. Like, you get some line where you got, like, some... <laughs> you some it's like, like well, whatever happened line. to Ben? Uh, I don't know. He got, he got hit? Uh, a bear a bear a came out bear of nowhere and I, do, I seriously straight up i think ben tramer's gonna show up in the third one i think he's gonna yeah. be karen's dad i don't yeah. know i'm probably he wrong to, he has to be because the only other option is hawkins right but is they didn't the do stuff other, yeah i know that's why i'm saying yeah it's like it's the only thing that makes sense at this point because karen is like karen's in her like late 30s right so like you start 40 years later uh the the options aren't that all all that great right with after that um so this is this is when michael starts getting real sadistic um we go into this old couple's house who were fucking adorable i love i love the old lady flying her drone just like (laughs) just like having fun around the house yeah and the old dude like with his his sleep apnea mask is like this smells like shit after, ever since your mom <laughs> like because she like was a smoker or something like that and he, he goes she goes i think it was i think that's Lori's house burning down um michael dude, comes in and like my favorite line in the entire fucking movie is in that scene and i i'm gonna butcher it but it's when they hear something and they, they're like someone's in the house and so they look in the bathroom and it's michael myers and he, he instantly breaks the thing and the guy shuts the door he's like oh shit and he's like honey there's a big man in the bathroom with a scary mask <laughs> dude i laugh every fucking time man i wonder if michael was taking a poop what's he, what was he doing at the bathroom? He's like dude i gotta drop a deuce after those fucking firefighters <laughs> now he's probably he's probably like white like you know taking out all his he's probably playing with his Halloweeny, man yeah he's taking his uh he's fixing his fingers he's missing and 
His like slashes and fucking gunshot wounds. He and- fucking destroys that couple, and it's so oh, sad yeah. to watch. And that's the thing about yeah. this movie: every death hurts. Yep. Like even this movie makes and and here's the deal with Rob Zombie's movies, and I'm not dissing his movies. Like I said, everyone likes different shit, but his movies just felt cruel without any meaning. Yeah. This movie is exceptionally cruel. Yeah. On purpose. Yeah. Like well, it's, you at, hurt. Everyone's cr- everyone's cruel in his movies. That's the problem, right? Like er- especially in two. Like he does a trauma thing where it's like you become tra- like you get trauma. Lori has trauma in the first one and, and a year a- later she has dreadlocks and, and has a Charles Manson yeah, poster. She's like a, yeah, she's like a cunt at like that point and I, the, the lot of what I like about that movie isn't the characters. I like what the 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 zombie doing crazy shit and beautiful shots and yeah like that but man yeah and so he he fucking he smashes the old dude's head against the wall which is like the the new michael's like you know go-to thing is just he slams people's heads against things all the time to like like get them out of the equation yeah and and then he fucking goes deathmatch wrestling on uh on uh the uh the old lady and stabs her in the throat with a light tube you ever watch like there's a there's a a, a, a deathmatch wrestler named Nick Gage who does. Is he shit the one that almost killed David Arquette? Yeah, yeah, and he always takes light tubes and like cuts people's heads. Like you know he's like <laughs> he cuts them like he breaks them and then like rubs the broken glass on people's head. Those things are fucking sharp. And then when yeah. you're as big as Michael Myers, you could do what he does. Uh, and then as she's dying, he he drags her husband her fucked up probably brain dead husband over and decides to make an art exhibit out of him and is it's one of those things and my, my wife said it she's like he's make, making art because he throws him over picks up a fucking knife out of the butcher block and just goes kabonk and then like grabs another one kabonk grabs another one kab-, like leaves he makes him like it's this weird thing that you learn like later on in the film but like and they never really address it. And the most thing they go into is Hawkins goes, he's a six year old man and like with the strength of a full grown man. He, he like, he, he sees death as an art. It seems like he's like, you it's know, it's almost playtime. Yeah. It's playtime. Like, yeah. People, people have said that oh, Halloween kills could not be further apart from the original film. This Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills, to be honest, are the closest to the original film. Not yeah. in tone, not in violence, but in yeah. Michael. Michael yeah. in the first film is all about setting up these things. Lori yeah. goes in. Her friends are set up in a closet like this. Her friend was yeah. set up on a bed. He stole his yeah. sister's headstone. It's a game to him. He's a kid. Yeah. He's a fucking yeah. kid. Every other He's movie. Things- yeah, exactly. Or like, you know – yeah, we'll probably get to that. But the the yeah. couple in his house, he does at like kind of like his own little yeah. like setup thing too. He goes, he makes a match of the the painting, yeah, or the the picture. Yeah, there's um, a picture of these these two men that live in the Myers house, and yeah. uh, which dude, two of the best characters in the movie. Oh yeah, they're so good, man. Like at these, they have these little side characters. They're just like they're not like often slasher characters are just so like they're know, fodder, they're dude. Just yeah, they're fodder. And these two are just seem like people who are just like they were just trying to go. What the fuck is happening? And then they get brutally murdered. Both of them, right? And, One uh, of them gets stabbed in an armpit. Like that yeah. hurts so bad yeah. to see. Yeah. Yep. Dude. 
Um, and then we, the the Tommy Doyle's at the bar, and they they go and uh, they start like they they talk about the, the, the those two bodies, and the cops are there, and then they show the the little kid that got babysat in the first movie who is like significantly older. He's like. I need to go get my smokes, but uh, my my number one babysitter, she was a she was pretty dope, but uh, <laughs> I need a, well, let me light up another cigarette because I'm seventy three years old. The kid looks the kid. They we only were show watching. Head. We were watching fucking. Uh, we were watching the movie in the theater for the third time, and my kids were like, "Wait, Tommy, is that the nerd from Breakfast Club? Is that the bully from Edward Scissorhands?" And I was like, "Yes, it is." And they're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> man um but yeah and so the tommy seeing that the little kid on the news and everything is like the, when he starts ra- rounding everyone up t- and they all go to the hospital because i, I think they figured out that this is that they go outside and the they think that michael's in their car one of these couples thinks michael's in their car and it's not it's the other the it's last remaining in con- the yeah in 2018's film, when uh, Aaron shows Michael the mask at the beginning, they show a lot of patients. You know, there's the guy, yeah. the Figaro guy. There's the there's all of them, and there's one kind of short, kind of kind of beefy man, balding, and it shows him. And when the transport bus crashes in 2018, they all escape. What the at the beginning of Kills, in a throwaway line, it said that all of the mental patients were accounted except for, for except for two. Yeah, and it, it shows Michael Myers with his face blurred, which is cool that yeah. they never full on show his face. Him, yeah. and they show this other short man, and yeah. basically, that's that poor man is just looking for help because he's confused. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going on, yeah. and Tommy, because of Tommy, all of Haddonfield seems to think this poor man is Michael Myers. So yeah. he's oh, this poor man. Yeah. Like he, he's just, he's scared. He's, he, he seems very childlike, like Michael, right? He, like it's that, like, isn't like all there. I mean, he was in a fucking mental hospital. Like he, he wasn't like all there. Right. And, uh, yeah, they, he fucking tries to drive a car and crashes it because he doesn't know how to drive a car. They um, think he's, they think he's Michael. They all go to the yeah. hospital and this is, this is really important. I think to the movie, they all go to the hospital because Tommy, Wants to tell Lori that 40 years ago – and that's the thing. Tommy says 40 years ago so many fucking times in this movie. It's like, we get it, dude. (laughs) Chill out. But he tells Lori, Lori, it's okay. 40 years ago, you saved my life, and I'm going to save yours. And that speaks volumes on Tommy as a character. What Tommy is is he's that person where somebody will be hurting, and someone will say – you're hurting. About him. You're hurting. Well, I'm going to take care of it. And it becomes their yeah. fucking thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And basically, Tommy riles up everyone at the hospital. It dies tonight. It dies tonight. And hundreds of people are fucking yeah. rioting, basically. And they yeah. go out on, onto Haddonfield. And what's cool is about, like, we could touch on the plot, but what's cool about this fucking movie, plot is so light on this movie. And people say that as a, a negative thing. I think it's fucking cool. It is literally yeah. Michael Escapes. He kills people on his way to his home. That's it. That's his whole desire yeah. is to get home. And yeah. Haddonfield going through all of Haddonfield looking for him. And they come in his way and they try to take on shit that has nothing to do with them on him. On, you know, into it. And they get fucking killed. I mean, one of the best scenes in the movie is pretty early on. <coughs> it's when Lindsay, uh, Nurse Chambers, uh, and the nurse and doctor people from 2018's film... Yeah, they go look for Myers, 
and they go to a playground where these little kids, these little bratty kids are talking shit and they see Myers and dude, it shows how little this movie cares about your feelings. Yeah. You know, like Michael breaks into a fucking breaks into the car, d- recreates the classic slap the the fucking windshield thing with the yeah. fucking wrench on his hand painted to not yeah. look like it's a wrench. Uh, yeah. And Nurse Chambers has a gun and she's shooting so many shots that she runs out of bullets, but she doesn't f- figure it out. And she's like, this is for Loomis. Click. Myers immediately gets in that car and stabs her to death. And then yeah, that he, other dude's trying to choke him out, and he just goes like that with the knife, and the knife goes right into the dude's eyeball. Yeah. And like, it was, it's brutal. But, like, yeah. what you get is Lindsay is the resourceful one. She's yeah. the one that, while everyone's making stupid mistakes, she's putting bricks in a fucking knapsack and hits yeah. him upside the fucking head and bolts dude, and hides. It, the best, one of the best parts about the thing is that the, the doctor lady, nurse lady, whatever, is trying to shoot him, and he kicks up uh, by the way i'm pretty sure there were eight shots from that or nine shots with that desert eagles there was an extra i think there was an extra shot i won't give it too much shit no but he knocks he knocks the gun she's trying to shoot him and uh the gun goes off and she shoots herself in the face <laughs> so like you idiots this is it's it's this it's like, going against people, shit you have no business going against yeah exactly it's it's the Trying to uh, tackle something you can't tackle, like it. Mm-hmm. That'd be like that would have been like if like, like suburban us, like you and I went over to like Afghanistan in two thousand and three and said we're gonna get Osama bin Laden. It's Dude, basically the same thing. I get kind of shot thing. the moment I stepped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's these people who aren't supposed to be here and doing this shit because they have no skill sets. They have nothing. They all split up, which is another thing that's fucking idiotic. They all go in these little groups. You know how easy Michael kills four people that don't know what the fuck they're doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, the craziest part, and it's the most idiotic part that a character that I actually like makes the decision with. Lonnie, who has changed his ways completely since being a kid in the first mil- film. In fact, yeah. I think Lonnie's one of the few characters in this movie that I'm like, fuck, that guy died. That sucks. He yeah. – takes Cameron, his son, who has such a good redemptive arc in this movie. Yeah. Uh, God takes him to the Myers house with Allison, leaves those two in the car to go check yeah. it. And they hear a gunshot. They go inside. They split up. They split up. Cameron finds his dad dead. Myers shows up, stabs him in the fucking dick, basically. Yeah. Allison fucking stabs the shit out of michael michael fucking hits her head into something throws her down the stairs like a fucking rag doll and then we get easily to in my opinion the most painful death to watch and that's of cameron michael myers fucking destroys this kid on purpose just to fuck with allison yeah and dude dude, it's 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 so funny because we got to go back to little john and big john oh yeah but like when he when he fucking starts slamming Cameron's head, he's like, he's like he's done with Cameron, and then he goes down the stairs and he's like, oh, this guy's still here, cut chunk and like rotates his head like a fucking action figure. But <laughs> like, the whole it's like yeah yeah no it's it's painful to watch, and yeah. the whole reason for that is it's kind of a genius one in my opinion. It's that Michael's yeah. whole goal is to get home. Yeah, it's what a six-year-old would want. He just, he just wants, wants to, to go home. home. And he goes yeah. home, and who lives there? A couple who has since 
redecked the whole place. It looks fucking yeah. wonderful. It's yeah. this realtor couple, uh, this this gay couple, Little John and Big John, which yeah. it's it's funny because like in, in Robin Hood, you know, like Little John's like this massive dude and it kind of applies yeah. to this one too. Big John's kind of like the small stocky dude. Little John's really tall Michael McDonald from Mad I, TV. Yeah. You know, like, I said, and I said – I said Big John has to have a huge dick. That is what it has to be. Big John has to be packing in like little John. Little John is like, oh, because you're Big John, I- I'm the top. I can't handle. <laughs> like, no, but they're the fucking cutest couple in the world ever. Like, yeah, they're like the the couples that like you said every death like fucking hits you in this movie. It's like every single one is like they they. Even little amounts of fucking screen time, they make you feel bad for these characters and and, and like, or, or like you care for these characters and then feel bad when they get fucking taken out. Yeah, they, they get fucking murdered, man. So bad. Big John, Big John gets fucking. That he was the one you were talking about getting stabbed in the fucking armpit, and you're like, and then his fucking eyes. Can you imagine someone digging their fucking thumbs into your eyes like that, like and just like slopping out of like just popping out of i know like, the way that my brain works i would be so fucking pissed at that moment saying dude my armpit already fucking hurts and now you're poking <laughs> my fucking eyeballs out what the fuck yeah, man yeah, yeah. and like and one thing i just, noticed about one thing i noticed about uh little john and it applies to every character in this movie it's the characters that take time not so much little john but other characters for sure it's the characters that take time to try to spout off their fucking one-liners that get yeah. fucking killed. It's the heroes yeah. of this movie. And Little John isn't a hero, so this I guess it doesn't apply to him. But there's there's a couple characters but, that, but look, that that do these one-liners, and it's like they immediately get fucking killed. Well, I said it before in our first recording. Little John, Michael went back to his sister's window to stare out. That's all he wanted to do. That's it. He had his back turned to Little John. And I, I'm not – I'm wondering, and this is – maybe you have a comment on this. I don't know. Like, he talks to Michael because he sees his fucking husband. He sees a Big John just, like, fucking destroyed on the ground. Why Why did he say anything? Like, he could, little John could have left. Like, he yeah, could have ran, ran away. But I, th- I think it's that panic, you know? To yeah, be honest, panic, if, it, if I saw my wife on the ground dead, yeah, I would probably – I wouldn't want to leave her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd probably die too, to be honest. That's, but like, that's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering. Like, is he's going like, fuck it, Michael, just take me out. You took, you fucking took the love of my life. You took, yeah. Uh, you- so, yeah, yeah. That that's what happens. He's he's he's. I think little John kind of gives up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yeah. basically, that's where Michael is at that point. He's home. He just wants to be home. And then fucking yeah. Lonnie, Cameron, and Allison show up. Yeah. And then you get like a finale that is so fucking cool that I don't know why people hate it. Yeah. Well, dude, he gets he gets fucking Karen goes out and like she, at, like he's Michael's about to kill Allison uh, after like he shoves her down the stairs after she she goes ham on this motherfucker. She just stabs him like three or four times in the stomach with this his butcher knife, and uh, he's about to stab her. And that's that's the scene from the 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 first trailer is like do it motherfucker or whatever it is she says yeah and uh uh, karen shows up to save the day and stabs him in the back with that pitchfork that's been like they were like talking about earlier in the film uh and then grab takes off his mask and runs away with it because she knows how important this mask is um they all know that this motherfucker needs his mask all the time and it's one of those. Uh, the, I really, really love how they just keep the the little amounts of his face they do show is like they show his eyeball, which is fucked up. Yeah, from the original movie. 
and she she leads him into the like because he's a six year old he wants his toy back he uh she leads him to this the fucking tommy doyle and all his friends and they fucking go ham on him they all they're hitting him with baseball bats and huckleberry as as tommy doyle's been carrying around the whole film and just fuck him up but that this is this is where these people are unprepared. They didn't have what it takes to kill him. Even even Karen, who stabs him, doesn't stab him anywhere that takes him out of the picture, right? She stabs him in the back shoulder or like by the spinal cord, but doesn't stab his spinal cord. And she walks away and they give and then they don't do anything. They don't finish Michael off. Mm-hmm. And guess what happens? Motherfucker gets up and just fucks every one of them up. And here's the deal. Who's the loudest fucking character in that movie? Tommy. Tommy. How fucking easy does that fucker get killed? Yeah. Sheriff well, Brackett. Makes- Sheriff fucking Brackett with his fucking big words. Hey, Michael, everyone's entitled to one good scare. He's the first yeah. to fucking go. Poor yep. fucking Sheriff Brackett had to get involved. I get it. I get it. His his daughter got killed 40 years ago. But, dude, that dude had no business being there. Michael gets yeah, up and all- immediately slashes Brackett's throat. And you're yeah. like, what? Yeah. He kills so many people in that scene. And then it sh- like Tommy, he runs towards Michael. Michael just shanks him, puts him on yep. the ground. And he gets that baseball bat, Michael does, and sm- fucking destroys yep. Tommy. You see blood flow into the air. Yep. <sighs> Tommy, man, it's you get yourself that you try to make yourself a hero when you're not a hero in fucking bad things happen and that's what happened with him um and we cut back to to karen sitting there with allison on the front of the 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 house the uh the Myers house and i don't know why i'm not sure why karen does this but karen goes upstairs to that second floor and michael had snuck in the back door and he fucking stabs the ever letting shit yeah out of he karen. kills karen as a last minute fuck you to the audience dude it, and you're just sitting there and it was like it was generally shocking the first time i saw it i'm like what the fuck because i didn't expect that like you kind of like it i, I compared it the first time we recorded it and i'll say it again to like when jigsaw gets up at the end of saw it's not like that level of like holy shit but it's it's pretty close up there it's like you don't you expect michael just killed all these motherfuckers and walked away but no he went back to his fucking house and he, what do you, I'm going to really be interested to see in how they set up that he, uh, I'm wondering if they are going to capture him and then he gets out after that. Or if he just wanders off to be hobo Michael Myers again, because he took a lot of damage in, in that, like, especially that last, you know, half an hour of that movie. He, he got stabbed with a pitchfork. He got stabbed with a knife three or four times. He lost a lot of fucking blood. So I, I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to find him or what and how it's going to turn out to be mm-hmm. like, because I could see them setting it up where Allison convinces Lori to like, like he's in a home again or like, you know, locked up and she convinces Lori to like, you know, go after him just to, you know, for revenge and he gets out because of that or something like that. See, you that's, I mean? that's or- a good, that's a good idea. And also, uh, I think I said this before too, uh, David Gordon Green said that the new one, Halloween Ends, is going to take place present day. So four years later after yeah. the events of Halloween Kills and Ends, and it's yeah. going to have to do with kind of the pandemic era. So the idea of what you said would be great, but I also think it would be great if just the idea of all of us having to stay inside because of quarantine kind of shit. 
And that would be a perfect example of Michael Myers being in your house from house to house. We can't really go anywhere. Like, that's terrifying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you're stuck Yeah. The possibilities are fucking endless. And I I think Halloween Kills just set up so much. And honestly, dude, without a doubt, my favorite movie of the year. I I fucking love the movie so much. It's been so good, man. And it's why, like, I want to, like, when we lost audio for the first recording, I'm like, I want to talk about this. And, like, it's funny how many different points you and I have even gone through with this, like, Mm -hmm. when we already talked about it for an hour and 45 minutes uh, the first time. Um, It's, dude, if you don't like it, okay. Like, but I think that there's, like, I think that especially after Halloween Ends comes out and you can sit there and and watch all three back to back because that's how we watched uh Halloween Kills the first time my wife and I we watched we put Halloween 2018 on and then went right into Halloween Kills because mm-hmm. it's like that can instant continuation and I think that they did such a good shot of, like people going oh it's only part of a story well it's a trilogy you motherfuckers it's the fucking Empire Strikes Back of this thing it's the it's the you end not a downer note I mean Karen getting fucking butchered that Michael's killed everyone in this fucking town at this point. And yeah, man, I, I just really am looking forward to see how they end this, like this story and how, mm-hmm. how they end what they, they've set up here because I feel like they know these characters and they've done such a good job of making this, like this universe where Lori is Lori and Michael isn't a, I want to kill my sister is just evil. And I, the, and this is the truth, man. If anyone stabs, a six-year-old stabs his older sister to death, you're evil. There's not, like, this motherfucker, six-year-olds don't have reason to fucking yep. do anything like that. It's because he's fucking fucked up in the head and evil and just, that's all. And that's enough, man. And like, it's all I need in a slasher. It's it's the same reason, I mean, Jason Voorhees is a fucking six, you know, like an eight-year-old or ten-year-old, whatever he is, that drowned or... or whatever he was he you know it's that child mentality of just whatever and it's that same kind of stuff man it's i just feel like they did such a good job with this movie with like doing the kills were brutal the characters were cool the dialogue I, complaining about the dialogue i mean i i didn't hate any of the dialogue they they did a couple i mean i'm not gonna say it was perfect they said evil dies tonight way too many times but like i don't care about that like it's dude i I, go back and watch, dude, go watch some 80s slashers and tell me that this movie isn't 100 times better than most of those movies. Like, literally 100 times better. This movie is, the the everything about it, the cinematography, the, the like you, you talked about John Carpenter's score is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, everything throughout this, the violence is fucking dope. Everything in this movie is fucking cool. And like, man, I just don't understand why you would not like it, you know? But mm-hmm. okay, don't like it. I'm not going to come after you. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> so Yeah, I'm into it. I like it. Good stuff. Uh, man, I know you are. And that's why I wanted to talk about it again, man. So it's good, man. And I just sit here bullshitting with you because you're my dude and it's fucking awesome. So, oh, man. Watch this before I like. I don't know what Peacock's doing. I don't know if they're keeping it like for a month, like HBO Max, or what they're doing, or this is just gonna be on there. Um, but go watch it, man. It's Peacock for a month is ten fifty. I think was what it was. So it's worth it. Uh, there's a lot of cool horror movies on Peacock also, besides this. Uh, so it's definitely worth watching. They have all the Leprechaun movies. So you could go watch Leprechaun in Space, and it's like, you can't go wrong with those. <laughs> okay, so. Jerry, we're doing uh we're gonna go talk about 
I don't know when, but we're going to talk about the first. God, the first power. The first power. Yes, we're going to talk about the first power next mm-hmm. week. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit this after we up and put it right up. But uh, is there anything else you want to say about this before we get mm, out of here? No, I think I'm good. I, th- I think after two times we've covered it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I I, I love like, the movie. I I seriously th- I hope that people are able to watch it with an open mind. Yeah. Uh, it, it's nothing complex. It is a slasher with a bunch of people getting killed. It is called Halloween Kills. It's not called Halloween Nurtures. Uh, there's, Halloween Cuddles. <laughs> it's not Halloween Hold Your Hand Through Haddonfield. It is a fucking yeah, wild exactly. ride. If you don't like it, you don't like it. It's that simple. Don't tell people who do like it that they're stupid. If you like it and people don't, don't tell them they're not fans of the Halloween series if they don't like it. Yeah. I fucking hate every Halloween movie in, from 1995 up until 2018 redid it. I'm not a fan of Halloween 6, Halloween H2O, or Resurrection. I don't like Rob Zombie's first movie. I think his second movie's fucking brilliant if it wasn't a Halloween movie. So you can be a Halloween fan and not like everything. Just like you could be a Blink-182 fan and realize (laughs) that neighborhoods fucking sucked. (laughs) It's it's like like going... It, man, it's like going and hating people who like Halloween three. Because I know people that Halloween three is their favorite Halloween movie. It's fucking like, great. <laughs> and it's just like whatever, man. You like what you like, and that's all that matters, man. Yeah, that's all that matters. Okay, well, Jerry, Jerry, you are on the interwebs at Jerry is just okay on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he will. You want to talk to Jerry? He's very receptive, and he's a cool dude to talk to online. Um, we. Uh, murdermoose.com is the website. Murder Moose Pod is our Twitter. Uh, I'm Rod underscore Johnson on everywhere. So shoot out and talk if you guys want. I I always try to talk to people, especially if you like questions or statements or whatever. I, I always try to respond also. So, okay, guys. Uh, Jerry, I had a blast yet again. You, you always have a blast talking to you. Sounds and good. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. So have a good one and bye. <laughs>